Thank you to Inspired Through Sports for putting this together. Today we have Ruben Arthur, we are Reflex Productions. I am Armani alongside Victor. Today is going to be a very, very good day. Yeah, it's been a nice day still. From, from the previous conversations that we've had just before yeah. we've gone live, this is going to be a very, very, very nice interview. This sounds nice and chilled and there's a lot of information that I've taken in so far and I'm like, yo, is this what's really been happening? <laughs> so before we go into it, just introduce yourself, let everyone know what the deal is, man. I'm Ruben Arthur, um, 22 years old, currently, obviously YouTube, internet's forever. So whenever you watch this, boy, um, 22 in 2019. Uh, I'm a sprinter, but I'm from London, Dalston to be exact, Northeast. Um, yeah, man, I'm really happy to be here. I think it's gonna be really fun. I, I genuinely think I'm gonna have better fun today. Okay, uh, cool. Um, so, so for 2019, yes. obviously we're kind of deep into the season, yep. um, even though it's a long season. Mm -hmm. um, how's things been going for you? What can we look forward to? What have you got planned? Things have been going all right. Like, <laughs> um, I think the nature of the sport is, is hilarious. Like you can have such a good season maybe a year before and things just flip like that. Nothing's changed in your life or what you're doing, but like it's just not just coming together so for a couple of races it didn't it wasn't coming together at the beginning but i have faith in myself and my ability so i, I knew it would come together at some point uh, currently i'm like 13th nah, in the country which is all okay. right not too far off the the world champ standard um i already got the invitation for trials but they kind of give them out in britain <laughs> <laughs> um, okay cool <laughs> So no. if, I, if I go run a 13 flat, can I, can I come? <laughs> mm, in the hurdles, yeah. Oh, okay, cool, yeah, we got that. Don't worry, I mean, my hamstrings are a bit tight. My hips are a bit tight. I don't know if I can get over the hurdle the same way that somebody right. is. <laughs> you, you go to September, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a long time, you got a long time. time. You, got, um, you got spaces in your group? Yeah! Ah, cool, yeah. We'll, we'll work something out. We'll go watch we'll after. Talk about after. But yeah, no, no, obviously, it's going, okay, it's trending upwards. What we can look forward to, uh, obviously trials that's yeah. in late august so that'll be a big event um working on like patterning a few things with my races before then um but yeah you you'll see me you'll just see me out here doing stuff okay so um traditionally trials are around now time, yeah be now. In, 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 <laughs> so a couple maybe next week or so yeah um having it in august how has that affected like your training compared to what you're used to from the last few years it's kind of just made everything feel a little bit longer. Okay. Um, normally, you would know what your year's gonna look like at this point in time. Yeah. Uh, all the age group champs are done. So yeah. like if that's, you know, your, your under 23s, your Europeans, your worlds, whatever, it'd be done by now. Yeah. Um, you'd know if you're going to trials and you're gonna try and aim to be on the team or just go for the experience. Yeah. Um, or you'd know if, you know, it's time to like have some downtime, get ready for carnival in, in August. Okay. Unfortunately, uh, uh, I have to hit me up on that one. <laughs> of course. Uh, unfortunately, with it being in August now, it's just pushed everything a little bit back. And what some people, wind is a mad thing. What some people have, um, are failing to understand or conceptualize right now is that the performances they're having this July yeah. might be better compared to the ones they had last June. Okay. Because obviously everything's a month. Yeah. Um, pushed push back now. So some people are like, oh, but it's June and I'm running this. And, oh, I'm running dead. Big man. This is last year's May. Yeah. You know, yeah, where true. the season would have started. So things will take a little bit longer to come together. Um, I think it's making me personally a bit more patient in my approach. Yeah. Uh, making me take a bit more time with everything. And just like chill, like relax. I know that the speed will come. Like I said, this is now July, yeah. but it's last year's June. Last year's June, I was shelling. Okay. Well, not last year, the year before last year's June, I was shelling. 
Um, last year was a bad year for me. We don't want to talk about that. No, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. But, cool. but yeah. Um, yeah, man. So my, pre- my preparation is going all right. It's trending the right way. And that's all I can, I can divulge at the present moment. Hey, how have you worked that out with your coach? You didn't do the indoor season this year. Oh, no, you? I did it. I just did it badly. It <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be like that. Because, um, yeah, the indoor season. Yeah. How would you have planned from after the indoor season? Um, so what the proposed plan before the year was, um, before the year actually happened, we sat down as a group and we're like, all right, cool. We're going to do indoors, um, but there's going to be a big break between indoors and outdoors. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm going to give you the option to take a couple of weeks off after you, everyone does their indoor things, you know, we can relax, yeah. reset a little bit and then come back. Cause you don't want to get bogged down with training. Then you start resenting being here. It's like, yeah. it feels like yeah. one big slog. Obviously that's if, a, if the things went to plan. So they didn't go the way that I would have loved for them to go. Okay. They just went the way that they went and yeah. I have to accept what happens. Um, so me personally, I was like, no, I don't need to take time off. I didn't do anything so substantial, so uh, taxing that mm-hmm. I want to be away from this right now. I'd rather go back to work and sort stuff out so that outdoors, we don't have this problem. Yeah. Why, why if you don't mind me asking, yeah. why do you think that is? Like, I know in, it's, indoors is such a hard thing here because um, if we do it on state side, like they're basically running from like maybe late November, early yeah, December. Yeah, yeah. Whereas off here, yeah, there's a couple of open meets in December, but nothing really gets going. It's one in January, isn't it? Mid January, yeah. you've got like first champs, which is Southling, which is yeah. quite a tough championship yeah, yeah. to go to. And then by the end of February, early March, mm. you're done. Yes. Like it's such a short space of time yeah. to get stuff done. Is it worth it? I think it's going to be an individual basis. Like mm. some people, will swear by indoors. They swear that it helps them get prepared for the outdoor season. They swear mm-hmm. that it's their better event. Okay. Um, and if that's the case, by all means, do your thing. Like, there's money to be made on the indoor circuit, especially for like us as a European country. Yeah. Um, a lot of the like Jamaicans and some Americans will be bogged down with collegiate stuff. So they're not really going to compete. Yeah. Um, not to say that man are ducking, man, but if they're not there, it's a lot easier for some people to go into certain meets, get into certain lanes, um, get races and go earn your money. There's okay. not an ample amount of money in the sport. So any opportunity you can have to get it, go get it. Me personally, yeah, I'm trash at indoors. So <laughs> uh, I use it for certain things. I use it to work on acceleration or to work on this or that or whatever, or just to be competitive and not be bored, yeah. um, to break up the monotony. So I can see how some people would love indoors. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I'm not really a, a mad fan of it, but it's like you said, it's such a short space of time. And in our event, the 60, that's even a shorter amount <laughs> than the shortest event ever. Yeah. So now, if you make a mistake at some point in a race, it affects it. more of the race. I mean, there is no there is no time to make a mistake. No, that's the thing. If you mess it up at the start, man are gone, man are gone, and they're, and they're not coming done. back. <laughs> There's no, some people be like, oh yeah, you know, hundred be like, oh yeah, you know, my start was bad, but then I caught them at 70. Big man, the race is done at 60. <laughs> There's no 70 catching nowhere. I mean, you said like you you don't enjoy like 60, it's not, it's not mm. your thing. Someone else, yeah in British athletics, um, someone who was a European indoor champ, mm-hmm. around 642, not gonna yeah. say no name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was also on that wave of not really lacking indoors. And then he came back and basically like rejuvenated his career over that indoor period yeah. as well as outdoors. Yeah. So is that something that we could potentially see as a change where like, obviously we can't determine the future. Of course. We can't see what's happening, but that could be a thing where, yeah. I don't know, 2025, yeah, yeah, yeah. all of a sudden, <laughs> man's just, just on drop his six, six yeah. fours. Yeah, six man. Fives. I mean, I, don't, I do not see why not. Like like you said, um, it's, other people have used it in their, their careers. And if you're especially if you're going for longevity in this sport, 
um, you're gonna need to do something new. You're gonna need to mm. try something new at some something point. Different. Yeah, um, yeah, something different, man. So I don't see why not. At some point, you know, I might just be like, cool. I'm gonna dedicate a lot of my energy to this and to getting this right and to being better at this. And it might even lend itself, you know, in a hundred outdoors in that season. Um, but yeah, at present, that is not a plan of okay. mine. <laughs> can, can I ask yeah. what time did you run this year? This year, indoors? yeah, uh, six sixty nine. It's not bad. No, it's not bad at all. It's not bad at 669 all. 669 and your PB is... 668. That's pretty decent. That's yeah. more than what I'm saying. It's pretty yeah, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, I'm, 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 I'm saying that. I'm saying it like, yo, that's all right. Bro. No, but like, it's actually it's nearly my best it's, ever. It's, it's good. That's a good run. You know what it is, right? In my group alone, yeah, there's like... In every group, there will be this. Every group of sprinters, there'll be like people who tend to prefer the start mm-hmm. and people yeah. who tend to tend the back end. Yeah. And stereotypically in this sport it's like oh you're short you should be really good at the front end of the race oh you yeah. should be really good at 60. if you ask me which one i prefer out of 60 and 100 i'll say 100 and i'll be like why i'll be like oh, there's more to make up like in the back end mm-hmm. but you're short <laughs> man, don't worry about what i am <laughs> i'll do that but in my group all the short men them so i, I train with people like theo etienne okay. and sean suffer entry yeah these are not just like, people who are all right at 60 this is a european and world indoor finalist like yeah. both of them so when I'm doing things with them, like training them, and I'm like, bro, these men are these men are actually battering me to mm. to this place, this forty or fifty or wherever we're going. I'm like, these men are actually on me. Might not even be that for me, you know. I might not be. <laughs> it might not be that for me right now. So yeah, it's it's, it's one of them things. Does that kind of add to the whole? I don't really like sixty because if you're running with people that are bossing this, yeah. and then you're kind of feeling like you know they might it might not even be that far. It might be like mm. a meet or. It's probably yeah, not even that. They're saying a half a meter. Yeah, yeah. But if it's consistently happening, mm. does that then start playing the mind like, yeah, I really don't like this? Because, like you said, it, there is that stereotype yeah, yeah, yeah. that, oh, well, you know, if you're like 5'8 to 6'1, yeah, yeah. you can start. Mm. But. Right, is that the thing? We, I mean, well, I think it's more like 5'8 to like 5'11, but we'll, we'll, throw in a, we'll throw in a six foot. Boy, I'm because. finished. Because see me, look at me. <laughs> I'm 5'6 I'm inches, yeah? He's, he's wearing stilts, guys. We got him on a pillow. He's like five four and a, and a few and a few inches. It's long, but I mean, like, but yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's definitely something that it factors in to a degree. Yeah. So it's like, uh, don't put me in that box. I don't want to be in that box of oh, I'm short, so I have to do this. You know what, Bunny? I'm not going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like you said, it's not. I made it out to see like it's a big difference. It's not a big difference in the grand scheme of things. That like, someone else will be really happy with the difference that. They are. They have between two elite spreaders like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like I know my strengths like elsewhere, and mm-hmm. I think that's all right. I think you're allowed yeah. to. Um, you should be know allowed your to. Weaknesses, be like, yeah, isn't it? Man. Like know your weaknesses and work on your strengths. Yeah, yeah, of course. But some people, some people have this mentality, especially like in this sport where it's like, no, you need to be good at everything. I right, cool, but that's not realistic. Some people are not good at everything. Yeah. And obviously, we can all be better at certain things, but I would prefer to use my time, my limited time to invest that into what I'm good at and make that better though, rather than look at something I'm not too good at and try and make that a little bit better than bad. You know? Okay, yeah, I understand that. Mm. So we've got to ask the question yeah. and this is like a standard question for okay. anywhere. Starting out in sport, where did it happen? How did it happen? Who made it happen? Okay, so full disclosure, I didn't really like sport when I was growing up. Okay. I was more academic, um, so I'm a Ghanaian. I was raised in a Ghanaian household okay. uh, by my two loving parents and they like 
pushed academia on us. Not in a bad way, but like very much, you had free time? Oh, have a book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that kind of way. Um, and so I grew up not even thinking about sport in any way, shape or form. Yeah. I remember I got to like year four, like around that time. And I was, I was old enough to like be aware that I was sharing the playground with boys and girls. Mm-hmm. So my thinking was, right, all these boys are using their break time to go play football. Mm. But they're leaving all the girls alone. So if someone were to not join in with football, mm. they'd be able to spend more time with the girls. Yeah. So I took that burden upon myself you know, to help out <laughs> everyone else in the playground. So you started them. young. <laughs> you, you started <laughs> young. Yeah, <laughs> man, I mean. <laughs> I don't want to toot my own horn or anything, but yeah, like I, I, so I used my break time and stuff like that, two things like that. It mm. was only um, a, when I was in year four, uh, funnily enough, uh, Arsenal fan, I was born in Highbury. Okay. 2006 was a big year for us. Yeah. Um, Champions League final, the last time we went to a Champions League final, and the last time that That's I want to acknowledge. I'm not, I'm not even trying to have this conversation. Nah, cause it's, it's, it's definitely a, a, t- a tough in time. Tears might roll. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> it's the last time I want to acknowledge that we were in Europe in a final. And then we'll leave it at that. <laughs> but, it, um, it ain't been a thing. <laughs> no, 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 really long time. <laughs> Real long time. But yeah, so I got into football uh, because my dad was also an Arsenal fan. Okay. And he was like really invested in obviously what's going on and all of that. But he was ill at the time. So I remember we watched the Champions League final together. Obviously yeah. we lost 2-1, all of that. Uh, and not too long after that, maybe like a month after that, he passed away. Oh, okay. So I was like, oh, this is long. Like, we were just like, we were getting really close over this, um, over this football thing. Let me try and stay in football to kind of stay close to like his spirit. Yeah. Which is a lovely thought. It's really touching for a nine-year-old to have. Unfortunately, that thought doesn't come with footballing ability. So <laughs> you can you can play football, but you might not be very good at it. Okay. So I was playing football from like year five, year, se- year four, year five, year six, year seven. Got to secondary school, went to year seven. Yeah. I'm kicking ball, I'm on the school football team. And obviously everyone plays football in winter, right? Yeah. Football and rugby. And then um, when summer comes, you do athletics. Yeah. So after the football season, my PE teacher was like, Ruben, you're pretty quick, innit? I was like, yeah, you know, not too bad. But no, but like, you've been really good for us. Like, I was playing centre back. The ball used to come over the top. Yeah, I just run down, lump it out, <laughs> wing it out. <laughs> like, Ruben, if the ball goes over everyone, you need to get it and you need to kick it out. I said, boy, I could do that, you That's know. That's a standard London St- teacher standard, as well. Standard, <laughs> standard things. Um, so, obviously, when track season came around, he was like, yeah, go into track. Uh, so, I went to like Borough Sports, yeah. which is in Lee Valley where we're at now. Yeah. Uh, did a race, won it. I was like, cool. This is me. I'm done. Like, I'm actually, I'm going to do this from now. Joined Enfield and Haringey, which is a club that's based here. Uh, did a couple of races and then, yeah, took off and now we're, now we're here. Okay. So, I mean, that period where you'd like just started, um, what was it like? Now, now you're the kid who does athletics. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're, you're the unique one mm. because football is common. Yes. 100%. Basketball was kind of common. <clears throat> Athletics, even to this day, is still like, oh, you do athletics, swear down. Yeah. I mean, I could beat you, but- you Oh, doing? 100%, 100%, that's always the conversation. Um, it got me a lot of things. It got me a lot of things. Uh, first and foremost, I went to all boys school. Okay. Come to athletics, you get to see girls. Yeah. So I came, I was like, what's the thing? Gallus? Not even the Gallus, no, that's, that's, that's not the terminology <laughs> I want to use. Um, Horner man. No, 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 I was the guy, yeah. I was like, what's that? I was like, I was like the, 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 the missionary. So yeah. I went out 
and I discovered this new land for the mandem. I came back and said, yo, <laughs> I said, mandem, all you got to do is run a little bit or throw a little bit or jump a little bit. There's girls there. I'm like, swear down. So all the mandem came through, all that. Ah, it was wavy. Um, not only that, <laughs> it was sick, man. It was the thing, I'm telling you, like. Track Tinder. <laughs> I was that. I was track Tinder essentially. I was I was telling them to swipe locations. <laughs> I was giving them the locations, bro. Um, but yeah, like above that, it got me like respect in a weird way. Mm-hmm. It was something that I was like I'd always been quick. I didn't really think anything of it, but like I used to get people when I was in year seven. People in the the school like years above will come up to yeah. me and be like, "Yo, like, hi, yeah, but you're the kid that runs in it." Hmm. <laughs> And I respect that still. I do your thing, man. Don't be like me. All I'm like, rah. Don't be like me. And they're still in school, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you still have time to change. Oh, but... yeah. no, no, no. All right, cool. <laughs> it was right. Year tens and all of them things. Like, yeah, man. I know. I respect that. I don't touch that. You, you know, don't touch. I, he's, got, he's running. You know, Olympics and them things. I said, I'm definitely, definitely twelve years old. But thank you for the protection. Um, it's always necessary. Hundred um, percent. But yeah, and no, I was, it was weird because it was like, I remember growing up. Obviously, with, with my boys, you grew up with your man, them. Yeah. And. They were all like, yeah, man, I'm going to go play in the Premier League. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Getting trials for Spurs, getting trials for Arsenal, getting trials for this. And I was like, yeah, man, I went to the YDO on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I, ran, I ran a PB. And they're like, what's a PB? I was like, a personal best. Like, why don't you just say that? Like, oh, it's all It's what we say in track. So, yeah, so, so it's a track thing. Like, you, you, you wouldn't understand. understand. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't understand these things. Yeah, but like, it was, um, it was new. And it was exciting. And it was fun. Yeah. And I liked that it was different because... It was something that people had to take notice of. It was like, "Raw, you do track. Tell me about that. Like, what do you do? Like, what's this? What's that? Why do you wear the shoes with the spikes on it? Why mm. do you have to wear the vest?" I was happy to How talk about. How many times do you yeah. train? Yeah, all of them train things. How many times? Yeah, because it was so common practice for like people who play for football teams. Like, oh, we play Sunday league team, so we train on a Tuesday and a Thursday, and we have a match That's on it. Sunday. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's it. So when I'm saying, "Oh yeah," well, when I got later on, I'm like, "Yeah, so I'm, I'm doing GCSEs. I'm going to the track. I'm yeah. going to the track after this. I'm going to that." I was like, "Raw, you're training bare, you know?" So I have to. Yeah. That's just how it works. That's how it goes in this sport. You don't have a choice, you know? So, first major championships outside of, like, um, county schools and stuff, mm. um, I believe, now you can correct me if I'm wrong. I will do. It will be around 2011. Yeah. 2011 English yeah. schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, I remember, so I knew who you were mm. from then. <laughs> so, I, I remember seeing, I remember seeing Ruben on TV and, like, he just, Steam like now, full of smiles, full of energy. Yeah, man. And one of the things that kind of stood out to me, the, I think the commentator said something like, what did you expect like when you came here? And it, it, like the confidence that came out as a medal, <laughs> I was coming for a medal. Like it was, just, like, there was so much confidence with it. It was one of those, yo, this, he, this kid might he have it. it. Like <laughs> this kid, this kid's gonna have it. Mm. And I'm saying the kid, like he's 22 years old, he's not a kid. <laughs> but at the time I think, I'm a little bit older. So I was kind of like, okay, like he's coming through. And it was around like 11 dead, 11 one times, and under 15, mm. anytime you see something yeah. that's sub 11, like 11 free, you're, yeah. you're gonna notice. Yeah. So what was that like? First championships, big stadium, you know it's on Sky Sports. Um, that whole, can we even mention Sky Sports? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cool. Man, I'm gonna make sure. I'm just gonna throw that out there. No, no, Andy says Sky Sports, so it's cool. Andy said that it's still up there, so it's alright. Right, cool. Um no, that chance was nuts for me, man. Like I think obviously getting into the sport, you're like, oh yeah, I wanna go to do this. But when you do something like English schools, it sits in like this is real. Like yeah. things can actually happen from this. You can actually go and do things from this. Like it was a very small thing, but I was leaving London to go and race. Yeah. I was in Newcastle. 
that best time in a hotel as well with your team. Huh? And I mean, granted, it wasn't a hotel. It was definitely like uni accommodation. But <laughs> <laughs> they started leveling up after that. But like, just that whole experience was nuts. And I only learned about English schools the year before. Okay. So I remember I was training with some people and they were talking, talking, talking about something, something, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go to English schools. So what's that? So like, oh, it's a competition. Everyone in England gets together. Right, right, right. And I was like, oh, I want to go. Yeah. I think the entry standard was like 11, I want to say it was 11.5. Argument's yeah. it. Sounds about right. I'd say it was 11.5. In fact, I don't even think it was that. Maybe it was like 11.5, 11.6. Cool. So I've gone and run like around the time mm-hmm. and I didn't get in. And I was like, but why? Like, I, I thought I'd done everything that they asked of me. Yeah. So I was really upset. Like, but these times I'm a year young to go to English schools. Okay. I'm like, oh, I don't understand why I'm not there. Telling my coach, he's like, no, don't worry. Like, it's, it's going to be all right. We'll work on next year. I said, cool. At the end of that season, I got to race the person that won my event. Yeah. Uh, so George Perkins, he plays for England now. He's okay. A rugby. Yeah. He realized that athletics ain't a thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I said, so I look, I'm looking at him on the start and I'm like, I'm going to beat him mm. today, now. And I did. And I was like, might just be the English school champion, you know? I'm just feeling a bit, feeling a bit bossy. Like, this is really cool. So the next year, obviously, I worked hard, yeah. made, the, made the trials, ran for Middlesex, got up there. And no one told me it was on Sky Sports. Okay. So I didn't know because the heats and the semis the day before, yeah. they weren't on Sky Sports. Yeah. So I'm all like racing and racing. I remember I'm on BBM, like telling all the man, I'm like, yo, like, man's doing all right still, da, 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 da. telling all my, like, the, my links, my, my female friends. <laughs> yeah. I'm informing my female friends that, um, you know, I'm doing all right. I'm, I'm bro, oh, no, I miss you. I'm, I'm not even going for that long. Don't worry about it, babe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm, and then someone told me about Sky Sports and it kind of went over my head because like, well, my family doesn't have Sky anyway. We're cool. Mm. Like, it's whatever. We don't have Sky Sports. My mom ain't paying for that. Yeah. So I've, I've run the heat, I run 11 3. Yeah. I run a semi, I run 11 2. So I'm PBing all the rounds. Mm. And like, I wasn't in the top five. I wasn't in the top uh, three at the time. But then by that point, I was. So yeah. people were looking like, right, what's this guy doing over here? Like, what's going on? And then uh, that night, I called my mum and said, Yeah, mum, I'm through to the final. She's like, Yeah, well, guess what? Uh, the Skyman came around to fix something. And I was like, uh, Is there any chance that you can just give us Sky Sports for the weekend? And she was like, Why? No, like, oh, my son's racing on Sky Sports. So like, Yeah, I'll do it for you. So we have Sky Sports. So good luck. And I was like, Wait, so what? it's your mum that shows you. Yeah, yeah, my mum told me who has Sky Sports. And I was like, so you've never seen, my mum has never seen me run before this point. Mm-hmm. The first time my mum was going to see me run would be the English school's final. I was like, cool, so now I've got to show out. Yeah. I have, I have to win. Everyone's watching I well. have to win. I, I need to win. Like, I have to do it. So now we're on the line now. And um, <laughs> I'm all like nervous, nervous, whatever. Mm. And the camera comes on um, the person in lane three. That's my boy. And he's like, oh, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Goes on guy in lane four now. Mm. And I'm not going to say his name because I'm not really trying to attack names. It's too tough, in it? Yeah. But he will know that I'm talking about him. And anyone who knows me <laughs> and knows him and knows the thing will know I'm talking about him. And if you want, you can go find the English schools video on YouTube. Go and watch it. So he's looked to the side at my boy. Mm-hmm. And he's looked at me. And he looks at the camera. And he's just like, nah. Like, that man ain't going to beat me. Okay. But obviously, I can see him. I'm looking at him do that. Yeah. So I'm like... So now I have to beat you, innit? Cool. Say nothing. So I remember I'm like, oh, cool. I'm in the blocks now. I'm like, I need to win. I need to win. I need to win. I need to win. I was thinking so much about winning. Mm-hmm. The gun goes. I'm like, ah. I've started stumbling. I was like, oh my God, you're going to fall over on TV. Ah. <laughs> ah, you did all of this. Ah, I need to win. I need to win. And I'm going to fall over. No, nah, it's not that, Ruben. Get up. So I'm hauling myself up. Yeah. I get to like 40 meters. I'm like, I can catch him. Mm-hmm. It's 60 meters. I'm like, I'm going to catch him. At 80 meters, I'm like, I'm going to pass him. It's that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to pass him. Now I'm just gassed. And I couldn't even think straight. I just wanted to, I went to go congratulate everyone for the race. Like, yeah, yeah man, and good then luck. Fast well, I didn't even scream. I just looked at the camera. I just went, 
Like, because <laughs> I've grown up watching these man, like watching Maurice Green and all of them, yeah. them kind of antics. Yeah. So I'm like, cool. Then the cameraman comes to me, he's like, oh, Ruben, it was a great race, right, right, right. what did you come and expect? I was like, a medal? Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm, I can't lie to you. People are like, I'm just here to have fun. No, I was there to get a medal. Mm. So I was like, yeah, I wanted a medal, um, but to get a gold, it's, just, it's a blessing. And like, I was just so happy. And I was like, they were, she was saying stuff to me, I was answering them, whatever. I can't remember what I said. Mm. And I remember the thing ended, and I just looked at the camera, I just went, hi, mom. And I walked off. And then all the man on my face was, oh my God, he's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> he said hi to his mom. <laughs> I was like, fam, like, it's so important to like, I think Andy touched on this in the in the previous thing you were talking about, like well, the people that are there for you, like not because you're doing well, just because they like you, they care yeah. about you, they invested in you. I have to remind them when you can, like, I do this for you, you know. Yeah. I do this for you. So yeah, I remember getting back, my mum was gassed. Like, oh, we've got to have a party for you. I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you a note on English schools. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what you've done previously, but mm-hmm. this is a point where you've now got oh mum, I'm going to this competition. Mm-hmm. Okay, where is it? I right, it's in Newcastle. Mm. But I'm staying over. How did that conversation go? Listen. Because even now, I'm like, yeah, mama, going out. Where you going? Who you going with? What time you coming oh, back? Oh, yeah. I'm 20 years old. Hey. So at 14? Yeah, it's done. It's done, son. I can only imagine, so please. <laughs> so I get the letter, because obviously, them times you get like a letter. Yeah. Um, says, congratulations, Ruben. You will be going for the 100 meters. So I show my mom. She's like, oh, this is amazing. Like, when is it? I'm like, it's whenever it is. She's like, oh, yeah, so. Uh, how are you getting there? I said, like, oh, we're going on a coach. She's like, coach? Pardon me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So where are you going? I'm like, Newcastle. And she was like, are you, when, who's, am I going with you as well? I said, no, mum, it's just me and the team and we're going together. And she was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what do you mean, mm? She's like, don't do any nonsense when you're over there, you know? I said, what do you mean, mum? I'm 14, 14 years old. <laughs> I mean, 14 <laughs> on track and field is pretty, pretty significant age just saying i mean you don't have to ask your question but i know by listen i i know i got friends i know i know what i was on at 14 mm. and i know that my mom's gonna watch this video so we'll just <laughs> mom i'm sorry <laughs> i am not trying to incriminate your child all love and respect honestly no but yeah she was um she was a bit apprehensive just mm-hmm. even, like you said even now she doesn't like me going out and staying places but i think she understood what it meant to me the point. person and me the athlete at that point in my life it was such yeah. a big thing she was like yeah man I'll, look i'll pray for you Mm-hmm. Um, go do your thing, like, and she trusted me to do what, what I did eventually and win it and bring it back. She was happy when I got back, though. She was very happy when I got oh, back. Of course. Now, now you're in my it's, house, it's, I can see what you're doing. It's, it's, it's like two days, it's yeah, long, yeah. and it's a long two days as yeah, well. Very long two days. Because, I mean, obviously, you're away with people that she doesn't know. Of course, yeah. You know some of these people, yeah, because of school or just track oh, in general, yeah. But then, even like the adults that you're with, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a random teacher from a next school, yes, exactly. So I can understand like the kind of the issues that would come with that. Yeah. But obviously, under fifteen, um, gold medalists. Mm-hmm. Then you move up an age group and yeah. you're younger again. Yes. Um, there's always that thing where when you go into the next age group and you start from level one again, mm-hmm. it's quite hard. Yeah. Was that transition something that was quite easy at the time, or was it like the the general? Okay, I've gone up an age group. I'm at the bottom. And it's back to hard, hard work. Especially coming up older with people. like knowing the times people are running yeah. at that age group yeah. and knowing you're the champion, yeah. people expect something. Like, not like they, ex- they expect you to yeah, yeah, show at least up do something, right? At least come to the final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you've been a previous winner. So 100%. What was that like? Um, it was probably the most 
frustrating season I've ever had in my life, mm-hmm. in my whole life. Uh, so I ended that year, the English schools year, running 11.03 mm-hmm. um, as under 15. That's amazing. Like, it's not amazing. I'm not going to my own horn. It's good. Like, yeah. Obviously, there's been many, many children who have come past nah, and yeah. done amazing, amazing things at 14 years old. Yeah. But it was a good time at that time, innit? More importantly, it was on the cusp of a new bracket. Like, you're now 11.0. That means 10 is around the corner. Yeah. So it's like, all right, cool. The natural progression of this is for me to now run sub 10. I'm um, sub 11. Yeah. I'll open that season up on 11.06 or something like that. Okay. Then I ran 11.07. Then I ran 11.03. All the 11.0s, every 11.0 that you can think of running, I ran in that mm-hmm. season. And I was like, it's just not going to happen for me. Yeah. I'm not going to run. I don't know what's going to go. What can I do? What more can I do to do this? I'm like, cool, whatever, man. Let's see what happens. I get to English schools. Like you said, I was, I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be calm because I won last year. I get there. I'm already a short guy. I wasn't as um, muscular as yeah, I am now. Mm. I'm some small, weedy kid. I'm looking around. These men are, they look like men to me. <laughs> Like George Perkins is there. There's some like big, just big bolo guys. I'm like, ah, oh, <laughs> this is gonna be techie, innit? Mm. Um, so I was just like, look, I can't think about them right now. I just have to trust in my ability and my coach and and everything that I've I've done so, up to this point. So I made the final. I came seventh. Mm-hmm. Um, but I made the final, and for me, that was enough achievement. I was like, yeah, look, I'm cool. Uh, I'll go back to work and I'll just see what happens. Hopefully, sub eleven will come. And I stopped thinking about it. I stopped thinking about sub eleven completely. I was like, bro, I just wanna, I just wanna run fast and have fun. Yeah. I get to the, so we have England, English schools, and then we have yeah. English champs, uh, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. age group champs at the end of the year. So I get there and I'm like, look, at this point, don't even care what happens, I'm just gonna run. Boom, run in the heat, 1082. I said, what is this? <laughs> what is this feeling that I'm experiencing? I skipped mm. the 109 completely. I thought it was gonna be a squeaky thing. I went, basically ran, I ran 107. Yeah. So it's like, that, that taught me a lot going forward. Like sometimes, obviously you, everyone wants to do well. Sometimes yeah. you might want it too much. You gotta chill out and just let it come to you. Sometimes the patience is needed. 100%. Because that, that's the thing with nowadays, every competition, it seems like there's a pressure for the good person, like the best person in that age group to win. Yeah. And then, you know, the media follows you yeah. as you're growing up. And yeah. then the pressure comes with, oh, so what are you going to do today? Yeah. Everyone's eyes is on you. Yeah. Mm. How do you deal with that pressure? Like, I know coming to your under 20s, under 23s, mm. you've done some amazing things. Mm. How did you take all that pressure from, well, understanding yourself in the under 17s mm. and then coming up into that age group. Oh, into the under 20s? Under 20s and then under 20, well, under 23 is not a thing, yeah, but under 23s. Yeah, are, <laughs> are you still classed as under 23? No, no, I'm a senior now. I'm okay. under the age of 23 years old, but yeah, I'll be 23 in October, yeah. so. Oh, okay, so you're yeah. the, you were the two-year guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For those of you that don't know, there's some little like rule stipulation that goes on where if your birthday falls before a certain date, you might get two years in age group or three years in age group. It's yeah, kind years. of annoying. Two I'll, years I'll, every like, time, man. <laughs> when I did do track, like many, many moons ago, I was one of the three year guys. Just oh, yeah. So you know, it was you. People like you that hated. They're still in yeah. days. <laughs> April born. <sighs> so, like, it was a thing where I think just in my nature, um, with the way that I've grown up and like, you know, growing up in a predominantly single parent household for the most of my life, yeah. uh, being black, um, I'm used to like the handicap of life in, yeah. in whatever it is. Like I'm short and I'm in track. I shouldn't really be doing what I'm doing, but I'm here in it. Um, so I just saw everything as like, all right, cool. This is how life wants to do me. It's cool. It's all right. I'll take it okay. and I'll, I'll be even better than you thought I was going to be. So mm-hmm. I was under 17 second year under 17 so top year under 17 yeah and i was training with people who are under 20 mm. 
just because that's that was the nature of the group. We have like there's a super group that existed back many moons ago, the Eddie Stevens group. Gonna touch on that. Um, shout out to Eddie Stevens. Shout out to Eddie Stevens. And you lot couldn't remember who the other guy was. It was Ken. It was Ken. <laughs> Kenneth Harris is a bad man. Don't worry about that. I've always wanted to ask. <laughs> Who was the guy that was with Mr. Stevens? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, there was always two people, yes. but Eddie got a lot of the recognition. Yeah, of course. Um, I don't think that was through a uh, fault of anyone else, mm. but no one ever knew who he was. Yeah, yeah. So it was um, Eddie, Eddie Stevens, Kenneth Harris, and there was another guy, Steve, but Steve left before I got there, so I can't really talk too much about him. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I was training with people that were older than me, so I'm already in training, losing to people daily. Of course. Um, yeah. I'm seeing people that are bigger than me daily, like, it's just another thing that I had to, it's like, whatever, man, let's go with it. Mm. So even when I was under 17, I wasn't trying to be an under 17. I was trying to be an under 18 Sick. because the world use was that year. Okay. So I was like, all right, cool. These are my contemporaries and my age groups. This is where I want to be. Yeah. So I have to take myself out of, you know, my age group, this age group and just from the defense. I have to grow up. Um, so I've always just had that mentality and I've carried it through everywhere that I've gone. So like, I've been, like you said, I've been a two year uh, under 20 when I got to under 20s. There are people that are two years older than me. They're already yeah. bigger than me. I'm like, bruv, whatever, cool, let's roll with it. When I was under 17, I went to under 20 champs. I made the final. Sick. So, uh, it's not too bad. I was forced to do it. Sick. Definitely forced to do it. Um, <laughs> it's a thing though. Like, I, I see that quite often where, yeah. like, if you're, I don't know, maybe, let's say, top eight in your age group. It's quite often that you see um, them go and do the under 20 champs. And I think it's good yeah, 100%. because cause you get that exposure of racing with people a lot Faster. older than you, yeah. uh, maybe a lot more technically skilled and they're, yeah. they're able to handle the pressure of certain things a lot better. 100%. So I think that's amazing when, when I see young athletes go and do it. Yeah. Because it's just that that no fear thing. You're, you're going to be doing this in a few years where mm. when you get past that, the whole age group thing, there's going to be man in your race 54. that are 30. There's a man that was in his 40s and was popping time like, like you wouldn't believe so uh, no, why not get that experience in the early 100 percent, 100 percent, and that's something that was instilled in into me by, mm -hmm. by my coaches from very early but like it's like andy said and like you've touched on we put ourselves in these bubbles like oh i'm only under 20 so i should only race under 20s yeah cool that's great but at some point you will grow up because that's how time works yeah and you won't be under 20 forever you have to start racing people who are going to be older than you when it's the seniors they always told us like from young mm -hmm. they were like look you lot got a pattern up because seniors is a jungle. Yeah, it's a jungle and no one cares about you. Like they're not your friends. They're not. They're not. Like, they made it sound like it was mad. They're like, oh, they all have mad teeth and they'll. Big. But like, someone put it to me, um, very, very like in a very real term. One day, one year, a couple years ago, they were like, look, you're a kid. Mm. This is fun for you right now. Like it's cool. You're gonna be racing some people and this is their life. Like yeah. if you beat them, they might not get paid a certain amount. And they might need that money for their kids. Like, do you understand what that means? Like, conceptually, yeah. I was like, "Right, it's mad." I didn't even think about that. Man's yeah. just trying to run in it. But like you said, we have to get ourselves out of that bubble. And I, I wasn't allowed to be in that bubble. So, obviously, like you said this um, previously, where under seventeen, you kind of took yourself out of that bracket and you put yourself in the under eighteen. Yes. Um, did you make that championships that year? Yeah okay yeah um so that is a completely different world like that's yeah. bigger than english school so you don't even like you try to go in with the same mindset because you think okay it's a bigger championship mm. but i would kind of think that when you're hearing world or european youth your mind just goes all over the place yeah. um what was that like stepping into that side now because there's that little bit more exposure you're against 
a wider range of athletes as well because mm. I think probably not run against as well. Yeah, yeah. because I mean, here you're very much still in a bubble for yeah. quite a lot of your um, youth career, yeah. where you don't get that exposure to run yeah. against other athletes as such. Like, yeah. I mean, at most, what um, international schools? If, yeah, if I, that, I didn't even get to go to that. That's people just across the water. Yeah, <laughs> but we're talking about the country, like country, the world. world. Um, um, that was mad. That was a mad experience. I almost didn't go. Uh, the standard was ten seventy. Okay, I had run. Like I ran 10.56 plus mm -hmm. 2.1. I ran 10.6 hand time because the clock at Bedford didn't start. And then in the final, I ran 10.71 or something like that into a headwind. So it was like, it was like God was saying, hey, big man, it's not for so, you. It's yeah. time. I said, I said, you know what? That's all right. Like, it's fine. I remember saying, because my coach at the time, um, I was with Jonas. Okay. So I remember saying to him like, Jonas, you know what? Yeah. I know we planned for this world youth thing, but it's just not happening. So you know what we're just going to do? We're just going to go to English schools and we'll see if we can win that and mm. whatever. He's like, yeah, cool. Let's do one race at Lee Valley just before we go. It's like, all right, cool. So I got to Lee Valley now, mm. and I ran like, it was, so what they're meant to do at Lee Valley, which they don't do all the time, is flip the track so you don't run into a headwind, innit? Yes. Obviously, they do their best. You can't control the wind. Yeah. So we've gone and run now, and I think I ran 10-7 or something into a headwind again. I was like, bruv, can you see? Like, I'm trying. I'm bare trying, but you just not letting me do it. Mm -hmm. So I've run the second race now, because it's two races. Mm. And I've crossed the line. I didn't win. I came like third or fourth. I've walked back to the start line and I'm like, just get my clothes together. I'm like, man, I'm damn near in tears. I'm like, I really wanted to go to Ting, you know, but it's whatever, man. It's cool. Mm. And I just get rushed by my boy. My boy just jumps me. He's like, ah! I said, what are you doing? Man? Get off me. He's like, no, you ran the standard, bro. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> we were just crying. We were just hugging each other really bad. He's like, fam, we're going, we're going. <laughs> so this is one of your boys on the, on, that was already on the team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, mm, he had the standard and he came further trials at that in that year. So it was like, he was, he was going, but he wasn't, he couldn't say that he was going, but he was going. Yeah. Um, so yeah, when I got there, it was like, I didn't do anything poorly per se. Mm -hmm. I just wasn't good enough. Okay. Like I went and ran, my PB was 1066. I ran 1071 and 1066 at the champs, which is, I can't ask for much more than that. Yeah. I just wasn't good enough at the time. And it hurt, like mm. it hurt like crazy. So I'm looking up at the screen. I think I came like ninth overall or something like that. Yeah. Obviously, like, it's not enough to get into the final. Yeah. So I'm looking at it and I'm like, man, like, it was just, it was just there. Like, yeah. it was sad. And my, my boy is in the same event. So he's come now and seen me, like, looking at the thing or whatever. He's in the final. Mm. And he's just like, look, Ruben, man, it's all right. Like, you're a year young. You got time. You know, you did well to get here. Mm -hmm. It's okay, man. Like, it's cool. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's all right. Still, it's all right. <laughs> I'm just gonna take a minute. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, cool, I'm gonna go walk for the final, innit? And yeah. I was like, cool. So I just went, found a room somewhere, I just cried. I was like, oh, I found this is my, yeah, bruv. Listen, you'll learn as we talk, the yeah. longer that I go on in this sport, the less I cry. But I do, I have cried. I cried in this sport. This sport is a, it's a lot, man. It's a big investment of your time, your energy, your emotions. Mm. So I'm out here racing, I'm racing flipping in my heat. I had Divine, who's now gone and oh yeah, it was the wind was very marsh. We were there at that champs. Like, that's where it happened. <laughs> All this, I have a black man blood in me. That's world juice. We were there. Like, oh, <laughs> man was in my heat. I said, raw, it's all right. It's cool, brother. Let's go. Let's go. Mm. So it's like, um, yeah, it, it, it hurt, but it made me reevaluate a lot of things mm -hmm. and made me go back and work harder. And I was like, cool. I'm going to be at a disadvantage for the rest of my time in the age groups because I'm going to yeah. be younger than everyone. Yeah. That doesn't mean I have to, you know, be at a disadvantage. Yeah. I can flip it and be like, okay, well, cool. I'm younger than these people and I can go and run with them. Yeah. Calm, let's do this. So, 
obviously a lot of track and field is time management and balancing everything else. Yeah. Um, under 20s, you're in college. Yes. Sick form. Yes. Um, what's that like? Because obviously from G, like, <laughs> I mean, I work in a school mm -hmm. and I find it so funny when I see these kids stressing so much about their GCSEs because yeah. I'm thinking, well, boy, you need to put some of that stress into, into yep. the next two years. Mm -hmm. So, and you ain't even working, you ain't doing nothing no. else with your life, you're just doing this. So having said that, that you were in college or sixth form, mm and doing track at that level that you were at the time, how hard was that? Because emotionally, that's a lot of stuff to be going through because yeah. you've got your parents, yep. all right, if you fail, yep. your life is finished. Yeah, 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 And then on the flip side, track is what you want to do, mm. but you know, you just, you've just been handed that, that loss, yeah. which is hard, hard to take in. I mean, mm. coming ninth is like coming fourth. Yeah. Yeah, Essentially, yeah, they're yeah, the same yeah. thing because yeah. when you come fourth, you were just off the middle, yeah. mm. and when you come ninth, just off the final, just off the making the final, which mm. where things can change, of course. So, how like doing all of that? What was your friends even like? Yeah, because you, know, you have gone back and everyone have been messaging you. Ah, oh. did you have that support system to to deal with those things and the friends that will say to you? Because you, I mean. If your friends are anything like mine, you'll have some of the friends that be like, ah, you messed you up, ah, you got, you got me. whooped. But then, <laughs> but then you got the other people that were like, nah, man, like, it's just not your time. Yeah. It's um, just not your time yet. I think I'll take all, I'll get all of it. Mm. And, uh, like, when I came back, I, like, I'm always going to be the hardest person on myself. Like, no mm. one is going to be harder on me than me. Mm -hmm. And my family understand that. But I didn't know that I was like that until very recently. They informed me that I was like that. I was like, oh, Rod, you're actually right. So when I came back from World Youths, they were just happy. They were like, bro, are you dumb? You went and ran for Great Britain. Do you know how mad that is? Yeah. I was like, it's not that mad that bare people on the team. Like, no, 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 it's not about that. It's about, look at how many people are in England. Mm. And then look at how many people are in Great Britain. And of all of those people who are of a similar age, you went. Mm -hmm. That's not something to scoff at. And I was like, yeah, you know, you're right. But as athletes, we do this thing where we're like, we, we downplay things that are actually quite amazing. Yeah. You don't think about yeah. the fact that you're running for your country when you're running for your country. You're like, bruh, I was meant to make this team. Like, it's part of my plan. Cool. Mm. It's part of a lot of people's plans as well and it doesn't go to plan for them. But yeah, I did, um, they made me reevaluate and like reframe that whole experience. Like, oh, it was actually a really good thing to go and get that experience because not a lot of people do get that. Mm. My boys, at the time, they were like, yeah, bruv, you're putting on for the mandem. Like, that's my boy and he's running for Great Britain in Ukraine. Bruv, when do you think you're going to go Ukraine? I, was, I, I, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it was never in my plans, honestly. But yeah, it's like, yeah, fam. I'm like, you dumb. My man went on a plane for free to go run for the country. Ah, you're hard, fam. You're hard. Like, the man that was cool. Now, today, the man will bounce me about it. I'm like, hey, look, you did the interview there. You sound like a waste, man. <laughs> if you want, you can go look at that interview as well. Just type in Ruben Arthur, Donetsk 2013, all of that. It's bare moist. You see the way I'm talking, <laughs> see the way I'm talking now? Yeah? The way I'm talking now is how I talk in real life. I thought that when you go and do things in front of a camera, you have to talk a certain way, like yeah. a certain voice. That put, so I was like, they're like, oh, so Ruben, how was your race? I said, it was quite tough. Um, <laughs> and to be fair, that's even a better version of the thing. The man never rinsed me for that. Well, yeah, daily. because cause, I mean, if we say what twenty, that would have been twenty thirteen. Yeah, twenty thirteen. Yeah. I mean, you were like seventeen. Your voice yeah. probably hadn't really broken yet. So, rough. Them times, I was sixteen. Ah, oh, it was rough. It was rough. I had a hairline. I did have that. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't got that now. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was tough. The man didn't bounce me for that. But that's what you need. You need mm. people that are gonna like 
take you out of yourself a little bit and like light-hearted obviously nothing too like malicious yeah um but yeah just gotta reframe it ah look at you you got white you got winged out ah you're slow i ah, shut up man cool and then you go back to work it's cool mm. um now going into college that was the world junior year that's yeah. in america now okay going to run for your country is, is amazing anyway it's cool yeah. going to run for your country in ukraine and going to run for your country in america are two different very different things, things. okay like, why because Growing up, I had never not once in my life said, you know where I really want to go? Ukraine. Not to say there's anything wrong with Ukraine, but mm. America is America-like. Yeah. Everything happens in America. It's like, oh my God, this is nuts. So I'm like, cool, I need to be on this team. Yeah. What do I need to do differently about my life? Cool, I need to train more. Mm. This whole, you go into school and then going from Lee Valley, um, from St. Ignatius to Lee Valley after school, mm, it's okay, but it's not the best thing I can do. What do I need to change about my life? Mm-hmm. I need to go somewhere I can train full time. Mm-hmm. So I was fortunate, like I said, I've, I've always been in groups with people that are older than me. Yeah. So they, they're like the missionaries for me. They go out and explore, explore and find things in the world that work and don't work. And they come back and bring it back to the manor. Mm-hmm. So they're like, hey Ruben, you need to come to this, con- this college that we're going to. So oh, what college is this? So like Oakland. So where's that? It's like St. Albans. I said, what's that? What's St. Albans? <laughs> so I was so ignorant. Um, like, yeah, so it's a go. You go there. You can live on campus. You can train. You can do all your studies, um, and you know you, you'll have a really good time. I was like, Paul, let me tell my mom. Mm-hmm. So these men all went there and did a B Tech. So I was like to my mom, Oh, I'm gonna go to a college and do a B Tech. She was like, You're not doing no B Tech. <laughs> I said, well, What do you mean, mom? Like B Techs are the equivalent to A levels. It's just you know yeah, for no some exams. subjects. Yeah, there's no exams and some subjects they it doesn't lend to the curriculum she's like yeah but why is it called a b-tech then it should be an a-tech if it's the option that it should be going to first i said, I said mom that's not how it works she said you're doing a levels i said cool i i said if i can go to this college and do a levels will you let me go she's like yeah calm whatever mm-hmm. so we went down there we met um the coach for the college which is now my coach now uh ryan freckleton okay large yeah, up ryan. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she, they clicked really well, so they got on, and he, she, he reassured her, like, look, you know, Ruben will be really well looked after, he'll make sure, we'll make sure he does all his work, red tear tear, and she mm. like, all the stuff you would say to a parent yeah, to get yeah, their kids come. And he was, she was like, oh, you know, I really like him, you know, he's a really nice guy. I said, yeah, cool, whatever, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I've gone there now, I'm training, what, six days a week? Six? Yeah, maybe So six. from... Going from two days a week after school yeah. to like doing something athletic related about six days a week. So at the track, maybe three days a week. When the gym, another three days a week. Yeah. Uh, maybe one day we'll just be like stretching or something like that. So it's gone from zero to a hundred real quick, like yeah. literally. And it was tough at first, but because everyone was going through it together. Yeah. We all kind of like bonded with that camaraderie. It was like, like a group, yeah, 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 to like just go with, innit? Yeah, like there were people that are in the sport now um, mm-hmm. that were there. People that were commuting back and forth between Oakland and home. They weren't even staying on campus because mm. it was quite an expensive thing to to fork out. I, yeah. I'm lucky I got a bursary because obviously that like, bereavement and that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like we all just we all knew what it meant to be where we were, and we were yeah. like, look, we're all trying to do this thing. Obviously, we're not even looking at the fact that there's limited spots for the sprints. There's obviously two for the individual and four for the relay. Yeah. We're all competing for the same spots. We haven't even looked at it like that. It's just like, fam, I just want the man to do well. Yeah. So there'll be nights where we would finish training and just sit in a living room and be like, oh, it's going to be so good when we get to America, man. It's going to mm. be so sick. Oh, we're going we're gonna to go race this. Oh, who's this guy, man? This Trayvon Bromel, you. We're going to... Oh, oh, yeah, because it's the same. It's the same year where he was coming yeah. up. 
obviously we went there and we did not whack him up. <laughs> I, I definitely had him in my heat and he definitely put three temps on me. But like, to just, you know what I mean? Like we all bonded together around this yeah. one like shared vision. And so the work was hard, but we made it easy. Yeah. We made it really easy. Um, A-levels, uh, the, the college, let's just say the college now has improved its A-level standards from when okay. I was there. So it was a bit more difficult for me to, to get um, the good, good grades. Obviously grades are relative to whatever you, yeah. um, the individual is, is doing. Mm -hmm. But I got six A-stars and four A's in my GCSEs. So yeah. my mom was expecting me to get matting grades in my A-levels. Yeah. I said, big man, the training I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, it's, it was partly that, but it's also like, I'm now a 17 year old kid with my own house. Mm. I'm living with my boys. Yeah. yeah. If everyone's in my man's room playing FIFA, you're going to be doing, <laughs> I'm going to be revising in my room. Ask the man them. I was, there was one exam in particular. I was playing FIFA with them. They said, Ruben, in your exam tomorrow morning. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So have you revised? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hmm. said, tell me one thing about this biology thing. I said, look, Krebs cycle, innit? Obviously, they don't even know what the Krebs cycle is. I don't know what it is either, but I know the word exists. So I'm saying it to them, and they're like, oh yeah, you know your stuff, still. you know your stuff. <laughs> so um, I got decent results in my, in my A-levels, but yeah. like, just, yeah, you have to do things in your life. And everyone knows, they know within themselves what the balance is they need to strike. Yeah. Like if you're going out partying too much, maybe you don't do that. Mm -hmm. uh, if you're someone who wants to achieve well educationally and athletically, and you know you're weaker in one of those areas, mm. you're probably gonna have to make a big life adjustment to to improve the area weaker at. So for me, I was cool academically, but I needed to be better athletically. So I yeah. went to athletics college. Someone else who's in the reverse situation who's very good in athletics, but wants to do better academically, maybe they need to go to a better you know, college or sixth form or get yeah. a tutor or something like that, or just make accommodations for themselves. But I think within yourself, you know what you need to do. And I, I knew what I needed to do. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I've said this in one of our previous interviews before that, like the balance is relative to the person. It, 100%. Doesn't, it doesn't have to be 50-50 no. where we're taught and, society makes us say that yeah 50 50 is the way forward mm. but it could be 60 40 or 100%. 70 30 yeah. it's just relative to that individual so like you said being at the college i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna guess that it was kind of like yeah we're gonna make you study 40 percent of the time but 60 percent of that is gonna be training yeah but to your parent it's the reverse. Hey, of course. <laughs> you know, we're gonna be really hard on him academically. We're gonna make sure he gets amazing grades, big man. These men were going there and doing sports B-Tech. If I tell you some of this, mm, let me not even incriminate the, the sports B-Tech. <laughs> yeah, let me not incriminate them. I mean, there are, there are athletes that are trying to go Oakland's like this year, so yeah, you don't yeah, want to incriminate nobody. No, honestly, if, you're, if you are trying to go Oakland's this year, you should go there. Um, just look at the, the alumni that you have. Like you've got the likes of Reese Prescott, uh, OJ DeBurin, that like you've mm. already had on the the, the the productions uh myself uh Richmond Miller yeah Theo Etienne uh James Weaver you know you got even if if you're uh, a para athlete you got James Arnott uh T46 Commonwealth Silver Medalist um you got people like uh yeah just just bare people man so a lot a lot of those names that you've mentioned are more or less household names in track and field yeah. now yeah. that have come through that system yeah so I would say that it's grown very, very well and it's produced a lot of people 100%. that have come through that system. 100%. And I personally think that we need more yeah. things like that. Yeah. Because I think it's literally just Oakland's and then you go to uni. Yeah. And that's where you have like the whole, you know, you stay on campus. Yeah. You train here. Yeah. We take care of your stuff. In fact, on that, when you're at Oakland's, yeah. like, 
do you pay is it like uni where you pay, like your parents will pay a fee for you to stay there yeah all right is your food taken care of or you have to like your parents have to send you money partially partially so okay. like you'd get breakfast yeah and you might get like oh you get breakfast and you get dinner okay all the time like pattern they make sure that you get breakfast and dinner lunch you might get a, a lunch ticket so i got like a lunch ticket so yeah it covered me for lunch and i think i think everyone got i think everyone got a lunch ticket or everyone got lunch yeah that day you just have to scan your card okay some people might got extra lunch so i got extra lunch because um family situations again yeah um but yeah beyond that you could, you're free to do what you want you have your house and it has like a, a hob it doesn't have an oven but yeah. it has a hob um, okay, so you still do a little bit. Yeah, you can make like right. You got rice. rice. Yeah, you can, you can boil <laughs> rice. So you see people like us. If there's rice at home, yeah, we're good. <laughs> so my boy, um, my boy Nick Stewart, he loved, he loved cooking. He loves it. So mm. like he would, he put on a, a big thing of rice. Mm. Just put it in the fridge. Be like, yeah, if you want rice, come take it out. Or like Sick. Daniel Dorinde, he'll come and he'll make. We'll get home and he'll just be like, do you know what spaghetti? You know what spaghetti? Yeah, just make bolognese for everyone. But the food was taken care of. Yeah. Um, if you wanted to add to that, that's your business. You can do what you want. <laughs> <laughs> What's that like now then? So you've got, like, did you go to uni? Yes. So that transition from like staying in your own campus, mm. like that, all that, that was relatively quite easy then to do that again, effectively. I didn't do it again. Really? Yeah. How um, come? I think I had the experience and so because I had the experience, mm -hmm. I didn't feel I needed to have it again. Okay. So I made another decision. Like I said before, you know, you have to make the sacrifices yeah. on what you want to do. So I was like, I could go to a uni, yeah. but then where would I train? Because mm -hmm. my coach is going to be based here. Mm -hmm. the, the good sporting universities are kind of everywhere. Yeah. So like I could go to a Bath or a Loughborough or a, a Brunel. And those yeah. are very, three very different places. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I need to make the decision for me that's easiest for what I want to do course-wise and yeah. for my life. Okay. So I was like, cool. I live in Dalston. Yeah. My, the uni I went to, Goldsmiths University, is in New Cross. Yes. That is a 20-minute train from my house. I said, big man, if I need to go home, I can go home. Yeah, if I need to go to yeah. training, I can go training. It's cool. If I need to, no, I don't need to worry about me coming back to an environment where there's people who I might not get along with mm -hmm. and that might disrupt my, my mental process, I'm with my family. Like yeah. we can actually talk about stuff like, hey, look, bro, don't do that. I need to sleep. I've got a race tomorrow. Yeah. Someone else, a lad at uni, I might say, hey, Barry, stop. You're making noise. <laughs> Barry's having the time of his life. He don't yeah. care about me. He don't care about my race. He's like, ah, whatever, mate. You know? So I, I made a decision for myself and I, yeah, I, was, I, I just thought it'd be best if I stayed at home. Was that hard? Was it hard to stay at home or to make a decision? Um, kind of yeah, both because both, obviously yeah. like, you're at home, you're with a family, which is great. Yeah. If I'm going away as well, you yeah. go away, you've come been away. back. Yeah. Right, that's a tough place to yeah. be. <laughs> you got all the free time in the world, yeah, my yeah, friend. Yeah, it was um No mum not coming enough. Yeah. It was You're in at eleven. <laughs> it was a big adjustment. Like you like you like you're alluding to. I grew up a lot in the two years that I was gone. Mm -hmm. Um to the point where I come home and I just would act like I was at college. I'd, I'd do certain things. I'd be like, look, I'm going to wash my clothes mm -hmm. because they're my clothes. Yeah. Um, if you don't want to wash your own thing, do that. Yeah. I'm going to have my drying over there. Like all of this stuff that's happening in the house, don't involve me in it. I'm not yeah, here. I'm just, just here my to stuff. Yeah. my stuff. I'm going to do it. And like, you have to, you don't have to, but I got out of that gradually because I, I, I saw the toss up. It was like, mm -hmm. cool. I was in my own space and i was doing this and whatever i had my own life it was great 
But now I'm coming back home. I'm expecting this this household, whoever it might be, to provide me with like you know, good Wi-Fi, to provide me with like TV. My mom's gonna make me food. This, mm-hmm. that, and the third. Like I can't just get these things and not give anything back. Yeah. So I, I, very quickly I was like, All right, cool. So. I will do the washing up on these days for everyone. Mm-hmm. I will wash everyone's clothes on these days. And like, that's how I kind of paid my way. Yeah. Where some people would get their student finance and pay um, their rent. rent and all of that. Yeah. yeah. I would get my money and be like, right, cool. So with this money, I won't ask you for money, mum. And on top of that, I'll contribute to the house. Yeah. Which was, it's, it's a, it's a, it was the best decision to make at the time. I, I yeah. would rather have done that than have all the freedom in the world. Okay. Especially at like, 19 years old 19 20 21 years old Uh, maybe i didn't need that freedom maybe i needed someone to just keep me because i was still very loose (laughs) (laughs) mom that was not me (laughs) (laughs) listen the other day my mom said something very incriminating to me but it's okay um yeah no i was still like i still had some growing up to do Mm -hmm. and i was still doing things that maybe weren't in my best interest Mm -hmm. so it having coming back to like a grounded environment such as the house yeah i'm just being with family like i haven't been with my family for at that point for two years consistently yeah i come back on the weekends and stuff but like live with people my, my yeah. siblings were growing up yeah house was changing dynamics were changing i needed to be a part of that it's my family yeah so. it's so strange because you're only 22 yeah so you're saying yeah. like <laughs> at 19 i've moved back home <laughs> Yo, like, did you get kicked out or something? <laughs> like, did all of a sudden the relationship with your mum become better? And yeah, it actually like, did. It's, it's so strange because you're only 22 mm. and your experience, you've experienced certain life changes yeah. that some people don't experience till they're like well into uni. their 30s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, yeah, yeah, after uni, yeah. like well into their 30s. Mm. So you finish uni. Yes. So you train full time. Yeah. Um, work in between or you... This year, no. So I graduated last year. Yeah. Um, two one psychology. Come on. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Um, so this year, I just thought, bro, let me just see what I can do if I don't train. Mm-hmm. If I if I don't do anything else but train. Yeah. Um, I think it's an argument that you hear from a lot of people like across the board in track and field. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, I'm working and I'm doing this and I'm doing that and I'm training, but I'm competing against people who aren't training. You know, they're not loaded with the stuff I'm loaded with, and so I'm like, right, cool. I didn't want to have that mentality i wanted to be like cool let me just see what this is like, like yeah and see if it works for me because mm-hmm. for some people uh, like they need to have all that time where they just train and do nothing yeah cool. respect it some people maybe your mind is too active or maybe you you have other interests in life that you need to pursue or you need to uh explore because there's going to be life after track and field yeah and it would be it might be remiss for some people to put their entire life on pause to do track and field because you can't then catch up with the last six years or however many years you've taken a break from you yeah. know there's some things that you might need to do now or at least put in place yeah now um so yeah right now i'm not um i'm not working but mm-hmm. i've been very fortunate in that uh, I, I firstly i'm able to work with inspire through sport yeah what are you man um who allow us to go into schools and get a little bit of money from inspiring kids and yeah you know doing physical activity with them uh, that sounds wrong. <laughs> <laughs> From running PE sessions <coughs> in the presence of their teacher and my DBS. Uh, yeah. <laughs> with, I have stuff it there, but I can't nah, say it. nah, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. It. We're not using that today. Gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna save that for off camera. Um, um, yeah. So obviously, working with Inspire through sport. Yeah. Is it like a range of ages that you deal with? Yes. Because, and how? What is it like? Because with all the different ages, you're gonna have the different like 
kids that are going to be interested and the ones that aren't going to be as interested. So does that sometimes make it hard to deal with for the ones that are like you've got the kids, the young, young kids Mm. who are like, oh my God, it's it's a world championship athlete Mm. and da, 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 da. And then you get some of the older ones that are a bit more like, I don't even really watch track and field. So like you're trying to talk and ain't really trying to hear what you're saying. Like, have you had that? Yeah. How have you dealt with it? Um, I think it's, it's, first and foremost, it's always fun. Mm-hmm. Always fun. Like, even if it's not inherently fun in what I'm doing, I get fun from the experience. Mm-hmm. So like, when I go with some of the younger kids, God bless their souls, they don't have that much of concentration in it. So mm-hmm. then will, they'll be looking so at excited. you, yeah. and giving them instructions, and they'll just be like, blank. <laughs> and I'm like, but I'm talking to the youth. What? Whatever, man. So then you just, you just engage them with something. So I'll, I'll come in, I'll bring my Commonwealth medal, I'll be like, ooh, shiny. <laughs> yeah. Shiny. I'll be like, oh, man, I, I want to touch it. I'm like, yeah, cool, go ahead, do your thing. Pass it around and we'll all talk about something and we'll have like an, um, we'll do like some star jumps or whatever. And then we'll yeah. just chat and they can ask me anything. And like, obviously, you want to go into school and ask people, have people ask you questions like you two are asking me, like mm-hmm. quite insightful questions that give great answers. But when you're four years old, man, I don't care about that. Yeah. You go, What's your favorite color? Blue. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's blue. Is it? That's amazing. And like, just you learn how to deal with people um, because children are people too. Yeah. I think I, I really think he will be a great primary teacher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he's got the enthusiasm. But I don't. Fab. Because <laughs> even even the schools I go into, they're like, oh, like, do you want to just stay? I'm like, no, I'm, see me. I'm a rental. Like, <laughs> I'm a rent. I don't know if I can do this full like day in day out. You sound like it. Now my sister's a primary school teacher, so I see what she like. Just sometimes she'll come home and she'll be like, Ruben, I'm I'm done. I'm knackered. We're like, son, why? She's like, well, my kids peed themselves again. I was like, oh, I see yeah. all of that. I don't have to deal with that. I get them in their PE kit and then they do a little <laughs> bit and they go off. But like, that's the uh, one end of the spectrum. And then you get to like 16, 17, 18 year olds. Yeah. And yeah, they're, oh, you wanna, you know? I'm gonna ask you something, but I'm gonna let you finish. Okay, cool. They're like, some of them, like you said, they don't watch track and field or they're like, yeah, but okay, but. I play football. Yeah, I play. They're, they're, oh, <laughs> one you was asking me, do you know Pogba? I said, why? Well, <laughs> I said, what about my life? would make you believe that I know Paul Pogba personally. I say that five times fast, Paul Pogba personally. Paul Pogba. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, fam, I don't know him. I can't, I can't help you with that. But yeah. like, when it comes to things like that, I always try and relate to them as a person first, not even yeah. as an athlete. Like, you have to, you have to just get to, to know them. You see, also, obviously, I've always had this thing where when we do PE and flex mm-hmm. in schools, it's so different yeah. because the things that I would want to implement, yeah. they're not. Yes. And things like technique and stuff, yeah. like I'm very much for that, like yeah, yeah. drill sergeant almost. When you're trying to deliver it to kids who've probably never done athletics in their life, mm. is there a part of you that's kind of like, yeah. or is it just like, okay, cool, I get it. And you have to like really pull it back. 100%, 100%. Um, because I know how it is on this end of track and field. When you get to mm. like, once you get out of the age group and you all, once you get out of the point where you're like, this is fun and I want to do this properly. Yeah. Obviously there's certain things you have to learn. There's certain fundamentals that you have to have mm-hmm. to run a certain way or to throw a certain way or to jump a certain way um, that you can't just like half ass. Yeah. But these kids don't want to do this properly. Not yet. They just want to have a little 30 minute session with, with athlete. Yeah. So I'll tell them to, I'll be like, yeah, look, let's do high knees. And I might fix the high knees a little bit, but I'm not gonna tell you, oh, you're not dorsal flexing, oh, you're not doing this. Like, man, look at me like, what are you doing? What, what is that? What does that mean? This I is, mean, and then when it gets to that point, it's not fun. Yeah. Like, you just gotta be like, look, cool. 
but there's always one, at least one or two kids where you'll tell them oh, to do something no. basic and they'll do it really, really well. And you'll put them aside and be like, hey, you're really good at this, you know? Yeah. Oh, no, it's all right. Like, yo, I do running with my dad. Yeah, look, go to a local club. Or mm. like, like you really, do you like running? Yeah, I love it. Oh, yeah, go to a local club. Do you, do you like this medal? Yeah, yeah, this a sick medal. Do you want to get your own? Yeah. Yeah, man, go to a local club. Why, I don't see why, if I can get it, I don't see why you can't get it. Oh, cool, thanks, man. Oh, can I follow you on Instagram? Yeah, whatever, man. Do your thing. <laughs> but like, media. yeah, it's there for, that's, that's, what it's that's what it's there for. <laughs> but yeah, things like that. So like, extra and, like on the phone. <laughs> 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 like that's that's what um, it is frustrating. Like you're saying, it's very mm. frustrating when, especially because like, it's not a very glamorous sport. There's not bare things that you can do. Like in football, mm. you can be like, oh, we're working on shooting today, working on passing, working on defending. Like there's bare things in running. It's running, isn't it? Mm. Like, we're working on running. So whatever thing you want to implement, it's going to be back to running. Yeah. So, like, there's no point making it even less glamorous than it is. Mm. Just let man have... We've got to just let man have fun with it. And, like, yeah. Like, that. yeah, you're doing great, man. Yeah, the knees are... Oh, your knees high enough. Oh, and start running back. Because like that, you're like... You get, you get stuck down. Listen, that's the one. When you see the lean back <laughs> and the knees, the knees are up, but the body's back, I'm like... Oh, and, and looking at the like, sky. <laughs> like, I said, can you even see where you're like, going? <laughs> They're very ready to shoot arrows. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you've had such a great career, like so far, yeah. from juniors to pretty much a young senior. Yeah. Um. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. Commonwealths. Yeah. Late addition to the team. Latest. Um. What was that like? Um. And I'm looking at from the aspect of, like, they you weren't considered. Mm-hmm. Essentially, you weren't considered. Yeah. And then. You've got the call, and it's like doors are closing, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thought process oh, yeah. behind that, like, and and obviously you said yeah. Yeah, of course. You said yeah. Some I was, people. I might not have. Some people I've spoken to. They, they like, said no. Said, yeah, they yeah, said they no. And no. I spoke to people that said no before I even knew I was going. Mm-hmm. I spoke to people. I was like, bro, why are you not going? Oh, I don't want to go, or whatever there is. My plans for the year. Yeah. I said, bro, this is basic. Bear in mind, yeah. The people I spoke to are sprinters. Yeah, these are people who have relay experience, who have good hundred meter times. They run standard, whatever. Red setter. The way I looked at it was raw. These men just won world champions in the relay. They just won the world championships in the relay mm-hmm. the year before. In fact, it wasn't even the, because these men knew they were going to Commonwealths in like November, December. Yeah. So it's like three, four months before. If I'd run on that team. With those kind of people, I'm getting a medal. Yeah. What? I'm not gonna take a medal. Are you mad? <laughs> so like, but I was like, look, I respect your decision. Mm-hmm. If that's what you want to do, just your life in it, do your thing. But I don't see why you wouldn't do it. Ah, oh, but like, there's no. A lot of people. Um, a lot of the vibe I was hearing about Commonwealth is like, oh, there's no bonuses in the contracts. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I understood it because yes, that's a big chunk of your life that's like five weeks now that you have to go out of your way at a very awkward time in the year to go and do a competition that you're not going to be directly financially uh, reimbursed for. Yeah. Cool. I can't tell you to do that. Then you got to get your money, do your thing. My thing is, I was not on contract anyway. So if I get the medal, if I don't get the medal, no money's coming to Ruben's account. So I'm going to go for the experience. But like they called, they called me in, um, we went out in April. So they must have called me in like February. I was walking back from the gym or something. And some random number called me, I was thinking, I don't answer random numbers normally. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, Peter, I was like, hello. So yeah. oh, I so-and-so from uh, England Athletics, I said, hi. It's like, yeah, so we're having some problems. I said, what do you mean we're having problems? So, well, people are getting injured and it's 
not a problem right now, but we need to consider you for the relay just in case something happens. Yeah. I was like, this is mad. Um, okay, cool. I was like, yeah, we need to fill out a form. I said, okay, well, when do you need to do it? I said, by midnight tonight. I said, what is going on? What is this? All this last minute, last minute, what's that? I was like, all right, cool. I'll get in and do it as soon as I can. It's all like, mm. you have to, because it's Australia, you have to have like a visa and make sure that you're not a criminal or anything like that, which I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see what? Was this like email or fax? Uh, email. I'm not saying you got to fill out a form. It might be. A, it might be need to go to like local library. Yeah, fam. It would have been. It would have been tight because I don't have a printer in my house. You know, no, no black people have printers that work in their house. I promise you. I don't know why. It's a fact. I, hey, I, I just fixed mine. I ain't got ink. You, you, I was gonna say, if, you, if I have a printer, you have ink. Do you have paper? Is it, is it connected? I literally I just bought my ink last week. How long have you had it for? About three years. <laughs> it's I'm mad. Like, it's mad. It's um, printing work, isn't it? <laughs> Say it. I just go to the library, pay 5p or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, but oh, yeah. Right. So I'm going to fill out that form. And like the guy said to me on the phone, look, you're filling out the form, but it's very unlikely we're going to need you. So like, don't get your hopes up. I was like, right. all right, it's fine. It's, it's whatever, it's cool. Whatever. It's getting me excited and shot me down, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, basically. So like, I didn't even tell anyone about it. I was just like, mm, it happened, whatever, move on. Yeah. But a month later, I get a phone call at 6 a.m. said, who is this? The number is like plus three three. I said, I don't know anyone. Mm. Pardon me, that would have this, no. this calling quote. So I picked it up, I was like, yo, it's it's Harry King from England Athletics. I said, hi. <laughs> right around 6 a.m. I said, hi. He was like, yeah, so we had a bit of a problem. I said, oh, what's up? He's like, yeah, someone else has got injured. I said, oh, okay. Um, that's a shame. I'm sorry for whoever. Mm. I think it was NMB. Okay. Um, Pulled his hamstring. Mm. Yeah. I was like, that's, that's a really big shame. Obviously, he was doing the two and the, and the thing as well. And I'm like, yeah, so we had a meeting and, you know, we, we, need, we need more people for the relay. I was like, okay. He's like, yeah, so we, I, they wanted to use, you know, like a long jumper. I said, no, I need another sprinter. I need a sprinter. I was like, okay. He's like, yeah, and we, we selected you. And I was like, oh my God, wow. You wow. wake up now. Yeah, yeah. I, said, <laughs> I said, boy, that's a lot. He said, okay, so... um. Can you come out? I said, when do you want me to come out? I said, um, in two days. I said, do you want me to go get ready to go to America, uh, Australia in two days? He's like, if you can. I said, right. Okay. Let me talk to my mum mm-hmm. and I will get back to you. He's like, cool. So I looked off the phone now. I'm upstairs. I've gone down to my mum's floor, right in her room. She's sleeping, obviously, 6 a.m. Mm. So I just looked at her and she's like, mom. <laughs> so she rolled off. She's like, what are you doing in my room? I was like, look. I've got something that I need to ask you, um, but like, take it, take, let me finish first and then call. Cool, no. She's like, cool. I was like, cool. So mom, uh, I just been asked to go out to the Commonwealth Games. She's like, ah, oh my God. I said, hey, chill, 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 chill. I've got finished. too early. I don't know if you want me to go. Cause obviously this is my third year of uni, um, exams around the corner. I've got dissertation that I haven't even started yet. These times it's April. I was very, 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 very last Behind. Night. Very behind. <laughs> I'd, I'd done like the research. I hadn't started writing up. I'd done okay. like most of it, but like, that's a lie, I haven't done most of it. I've done some. Um, so yeah, she was like, do you think that if you go out to the, the Commonwealth Games, you could get the dissertation done and your revision done? And I was like, yeah, like, I guess, I don't see why not. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. be running the whole time. Um, and she was like, then go. I don't see why you wouldn't go. It's an amazing experience, go do it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, cool. I called on my coach. I said, yeah, so 
Ryan, they asked me to go out to Commonwealth Games, but I don't know. As I'm saying, I don't know. He's like, Bab, you're going! You're going! Bab, <laughs> Screaming on the phone. I was like, wow, this is a lot of energy for 6.42 in the morning. But anyway. <laughs> um, so I said, yeah, I'll go. Uh, we had a little bit of complications because they didn't sort out my visa. So I imagine I've gone to Heathrow now. Yeah. I'm with all my luggage and that, ready to get on the plane. They're like, yeah, your passport don't have no visa on it. So I had to go home from yeah. Heathrow, uh, which is a very long journey. Very long journey. <laughs> if you ever get the Piccadilly line, you know where I've gone. Yeah. <sighs> God. Been there, done it. Yeah. So like, I've gone back now. They're like, oh, Ruben, we're really sorry, but we really still want you to come out. So can you come out tomorrow? I was like, yeah, yeah, cool. Just put me in a hotel. So put me in a hotel, got to the train, flew. It was a 16 hour flight from Heathrow to Perth. Mm-hmm. Layover, two hour flight to Brisbane. And then I was there with the rest of the team and they were really welcoming. Like everyone was just like, oh, thank you. Like, they, they was like, thank you for coming out. I was like, big man, thank you <laughs> for bringing me out. That's fine. Like, and it was, oh, it was nuts. It was such and a you've not met the team at this point. You've not met any of the really squad. No, I haven't point. met. I mean, I know them. Like, I know who they are. Yeah. I know them. Yeah. Like, I've met some of them on a personal. Like, I speak to them, but I didn't. I haven't met them in that capacity. Yeah. So it was like it was very, it was very, um, very mad, very mad experience. We've, we've got um, a picture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what picture it is, isn't it? <laughs> I got a question. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> If anyone know, if anyone so does anyone know this picture? We're, we're gonna put it, put it up. up. Put it up. Put it up. Put it up. Put it up. No, no, no. Man, I need to understand. This is what happened, yeah. Right. So, do you want me to talk about the whole experience first before we talk about this picture? You want to go straight into this? <laughs> I mean, we can go and we can do yeah, it. Yeah, no, no, let's do it and come back. Let's do it and come because I'm heated. Come back. I don't mind. <laughs> so, oh god, these guys, man. All right. So, we've won the Commonwealth Games now. We've won mm-hmm. the relay. Amazing. Thirty-eight, thirteen. Woo! Everyone's happy. Wow! Amazing. Um, They've taken us to one side. We've done all the media stuff. Mm-hmm. Met all like the commentators, all this and that. We've done all the stuff for England athletics, British athletics, all these people. Great, cool. So now, I'm, this is my first international medal, like my second international medal, but at this level, the senior level, yeah. first time. These men, some of them are vets. They know what I want. Yeah. So they're like, all right, cool. We're gonna go to here. We're gonna go to there. Whatever. Cool. Pattern. Ah, right, calm. The guys come to me. He's like, oh, Ruby, you're gonna get drug tested. Ah, like, oh, it would be me. Like, can we do this after the medal? Yeah, yeah fine. Perfect. So we've gone now to get ready. They put us in a room to get ready for the presentation. They give yeah. us a presentation kit. Um, my name didn't like that, it was baggy. So yeah. they, they were learning, Harry is a G, I don't know how he knows to do this here. But like, he can make any bottoms tapered. So he took the, the bottoms and like did some <laughs> tape of the thing. My name I've gone back and got the Harachis. I said, Rob, still in my little Adidas, whatever, you know, the, the Boston Boost or whatever them things. <laughs> Cool. So now we've gone out and Harry's like orchestrating the whole thing because he does this like social yeah. media thing, man's the guy. Yeah. Cool. So he's like, look, when we go out and they call our name, we're gonna all put our hands up. We're gonna stand in a lane order. Yeah. Um, so like the leg order, so Ruben, Zonel, Richard, and then Harry. Yeah. And we're all gonna put our hands up at the same time. I said, big man, what you're not taking into consideration <laughs> is I'm five foot six and Zarnell is six foot two. There's a very big difference between our arms. If I put my arm up, his arm is going to be all the way up and I'm not going to reach him. I don't know if he didn't hear me, if he chose to ignore me, or he was just like, it will work anyway. But I was, he was like, cool, it'll be fine. So I've said to Zanel, big man, don't put your arm up because you're tall. We're not mm. doing it. We can't do that. And if you don't put your arm up, they won't put their arms up. It's calm. Cool. So I'm thinking Zanel's got my back. Calm. Because he's just telling me, oh, Ruben, you're so cool. All of that. I'm like, cool. Mm. Man's got my back. 
So they're like, yeah, and in third place, Jamaica, woo. And in second place, South Africa, woo. They're like, and in first place, ooh, England. So they've all gone up now, and I'm walking up with my, basically my hands down there in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking, that's his calm. Man's gone up and just sway his arm. I looked at him, I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> but obviously the camera's there, and I knew they were taking pictures for like Getty and that. So I'm all like, smiling. But in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, this guy, this guy. And I'm just, it was the longest, like, seven seconds of my life, yeah. I said, Zano, how you doing me like I'm looking up at him like this. How you doing me like this? Huh? How do you? <sighs> so I hid the picture in it. Yeah. Obviously, everyone's putting up pictures from, like, the, the nice ones. Like, <coughs> standing like this, or after the race, we're all, like, with the flags on our back. Yeah. And on the day, I uploaded the calm picture. Calm. Only the man them that were in the Commonwealth Games knew that picture existed. Yeah. I don't know how man them started finding it outside of the Commonwealth <laughs> Games. One time my boy just messaged me, just saw image attachment. I said, what is this? Because yeah, anytime that comes through, you're thinking it's a mad thing. Yeah. And he's like, do you want to explain? I said, please allow me, allow me. So I held it down for a year, but then for the throwback for the, um, throwback for the, the Commonwealth Games after the one year anniversary, I was like, yeah. let me just put it out there. So I put it on Instagram. And I don't have notifications on Instagram. So yeah. I put it out and I go about my business and I don't don't see anything. Yeah. So I put out the, the, the picture. The caption is, it's been a whole year since Zarnell made me look like a kid's toy. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time I saw that picture. Of course it is. Of course it is. Because man shouldn't be looking for it. <laughs> so I'm like, cool, it's calm, whatever. Like people are going to get a little ha-ha's off and then move on. Yeah. I put my phone down. I'll go out, do my business. I'll live live. i come back. i look at it the next morning. I see Bare comments, bare ha 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 ha. Oh my god, uh, you look like a waste man. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm actually, I'm, I'm got a Commonwealth medal, but like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one mentioned it. Uh, like, no one cares. The Congress. <laughs> the worst part is, I know, was in the comments himself saying, Ah, you cracked me up, you're a joker. I said, Big man, you knew. You knew. At that point, I would have found the worst picture <laughs> of him running. And uploaded it Listen. And, and like, ha ha, put you back. <laughs> the thing is, I actually like it better. Like, he's actually better cool, so I didn't even want to do it to him, but I was like, and even if I find a bad one of him, he'd be like, yeah, but this is the race where it's on around 99. I'm like, oh, no. He's like, yeah, jokes kind of not. The joke don't land the same way, you know? So I was like, yeah, man. But man, I'm, man, I'm like, like giving me joke for that picture still. How uh, intense was the training? In general, that year? Like, you, like, yeah, no, for, um, for being there. Because obviously, like, You've now kind of been thrown out of sync with your training. Yeah. Um, and it's another, this is like your first senior yeah. competition as well. Whether it's Commonwealth, European, obviously yeah. there's the whole thing like, oh, Commonwealth ain't, ain't really the same. It's still yeah. a competition for seniors course, and yeah. it's still a recognized medal. Yes. Um, so having said that, what was the training like to get you prepped out of your block of training mm. for that one race or two races? Yeah. Um, it was a lot. Uh, I didn't fully appreciate what flying that long can do to a person. Mm -hmm. So when I got out there, everyone was like, like I said, everyone's really supportive. They were like, look, Ruben, for the first like week, maybe a couple of days, you're gonna feel really bad and then really, really good. But that that really good feeling is a lie. You're not really good. Mm -hmm. I was like, I f I'm pretty sure I'd know if my body was lying my to me. Was, yeah, you know. So first couple of days, I'm like, I can't, I can't even sleep. I can't do this or whatever. That is day three, I was like, I'm ready, bro. Let's go. I could do the race right now. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. I went to the track. Firstly, Australia is beautiful. Mad hot. Mad hot. So I'm getting there. I'm just doing strides. Then all the sweat is running down my face into my lip. I said, what is this? <laughs> Nasty. <laughs> um, and they were like, yeah, like someone from the relay team came over. I think it was Harry or Adam came over. Like, look, just chill out. Don't worry. You're good. Like, we'll, we'll do what we can mm -hmm. to make this as easy for you 
as as it can be. Okay. So they're like, look, the easiest way for this to work really would for us to put you because I don't even run the heat, right? Mm. So like, just put you on last leg. You just take the baton from whoever mm-hmm. and run. You're you're fast guy. You ran ten one last year in it. That's why you're here. Yeah. Um, just go do go do your thing. You'll be fine. And I was like, I'll be honest with you. I would prefer to do first mm-hmm. because I don't want us to be in a position where we're winning and, and now it's me that gets ducked down. Because the, the, it's not even like, I'm sure we'll still get through to the final, but yeah. it's the media that will come. They won't come for you lot. They'll come for me. Yeah. Uh, who's this? Any guy that's in the thing. Do, 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 do. And lo and behold, they definitely came for me afterwards for, for something else, but mm, it's cool. <laughs> um, so I was like, yeah, I'll just go for first and I'll let you lot do the rest and then I'll just sit back and watch you lot in the final and like cheer you on mm. but like cool thank you for coming out and thank you for being so reasonable like you know everything was calm like, it was so mature and I think it's because it wasn't like it was enforced by England Athletics they kind of just let the athletes do what they not what they wanted but they had a lot of freedom because mm-hmm. they respected you know the, like, you got you got you got Harry there you got Zarnell there you got Richard there you got Adam there these are big men in the sport they know yeah. who I want they've been here before they've been done this forever. before so it's like they, England Athletics gave them the respect, like, I'm not saying that British Athletics don't, yeah. but they just respected them to be like, look, sort it out, you're big men, do your thing. Yeah. Um, so I only actually had, I want to say I had two relay sessions the whole time. I was out there for three weeks. Mm. I had two sessions where I actually did anything with a baton. The first day I got there, we did a little bit of jogging, give them back, get baton to someone. I think I, I was giving it to Richard at this time. Mm. Give it to him. He was like, oh yeah, you could do this. But like everyone's mad supportive. Like, oh, do it a little bit better. I'll do that and do that. It wasn't like condescending yeah. or like, oh, why is this you out here? It wasn't at that thing. Cause it was like, right, look, if you're out here, same way as us, then boy, deserve to be out here, innit? Yeah. No one accidentally got out here. Which is something that I had to learn after I came back. Cause I didn't feel like I deserved to be out there for a long time. Okay. Um, but yeah, and then the that second time I did it, I did it with some, I think I did it with Harry. And I was like, cool, bear in mind, I run with none of these people. I run with Arnold. But I yeah. couldn't do anything with Zarnell because he was training for the two. Yeah. So he was all doing like the races for the two and that. And then on the day of, they're like, hey, go try it with Zarnell. I said, Zarnell is very tall, you know. They're telling me to put it into his hand. He's like, he's hand and hands in my face, bro. I said, <laughs> I said, what's going on? I said, Z, we need to bring it down a little bit. He's like, yeah, you know what? I can do that for you. You know, it's all right. I said, cool. So <laughs> <laughs> cool. But like, fam, yeah, he, he got me through a lot of. The, the relay things as well mm. because everyone was telling me to do all of this and then he just pulled me to the side and said Ruben come go for a walk so walking's like look we're gonna we're gonna win this champs this is in the heat so we're gonna win this champs right now I'm so angry obviously what happened with him in the 200 and all that controversy he's like I'm so angry I'm gonna slap this leg all I need you to do is understand I'm gonna slap it and go with me but I know you can am I wrong he's like no he's like yeah I, I believe you I trust you I was like right this guy he don't, don't know me from Adam but he's like being so supportive and allowing me to like just go do my thing mm-hmm. it's like cool so, all right then so after the heat when i put it inside he was like ruben you know you're so good I was like, mm. <laughs> come on everyone's hugging man and now i'm like cool because we were the fastest qualifiers as well yeah so it wasn't even like like at some point i had to accept that i must have done a good job i must have done a good yeah. job i was like, Rah, like anyone could have been out there you know you're not special ruben i said boy not anyone could have done what i did no one was you know? there. You were there. At the I end was of there. The day, I was there at the end of the day. And like I like I've been saying since I came back, if you stay ready, you ain't gonna get ready. You yeah. know? So TI. That's what it is. You know how I You know how I like that. I like that saying. I use that quite a lot. Come on. That that's that's a saying I use pretty much every day. Come on. So that's how it goes. I mean So Commonwealth's mm. great achievement, gold medal. But I wanna go on to 
another topic where it's quite hard in track and field. Yeah. So your class as a professional athlete. Yes. You travel, mm-hmm. you compete. Mm-hmm. But there's one thing, there's like a, a bracket with being a professional athlete where it's like, okay, yeah, he's there. Yes, yeah. Diamond League. Yes. Have you been at the Diamond League? Never in my life. Oh, to watch. And to, watch. to do like Club Connect relays and them kind of things, but not. Okay. Yeah. So being that you are a professional athlete, but you've not been at the Diamond League, what's it like at your level where you're still professional, you're still going overseas, competing and getting paid, mm. but taking that to the next step? Like what's the, where's the pieces to the puzzle with that? I like to think of us, because there's a lot of us in this bracket like, that you're yeah. describing. I like to think of us all as like interns. Like mm. we do all the work that mm. um, a professional would who is actually being contracted and paid for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just not contracted or paid or, um, you know, reimbursed for it. Yeah. And initially I was like, but I don't get it. Like I've done everything you've asked me yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, you want me to run fast? I ran 10-1. You want me to get medals? I've got medals now. Mm-hmm. Um, what more is there to do? And that's a that's not the way to think to an extent, to an extent. Um, I think at some point in every what, every athlete's life, you have to understand that the performance is always going to be king, but there's other important aspects of being an athlete. Okay. So I'm, I'm someone who doesn't have an agent. I don't have a contract. I don't have funding from the national governing body. Mm-hmm. These are all things that would help my situation greatly. Yes. But they're not things that... The, the knowledge to access these things is very not even hidden but it's very coded like it's all there mm-hmm. everything's there for you to understand but if you don't know you don't know yeah like you couldn't walk out and just be like i'm gonna go get an agent today and someone will come and sign you to the agency yeah it's like okay well does this person have um does this agency have people in my event already cool is it now conflict of interest for them to sign me cool uh is this agency doing anything that i can't do on my own yes. emailing people and etc etc yeah. <clears throat> cool uh, things like national governing body. Is there anyone who's on funding right now who looks like they could come off funding? That's a question you have to ask yourself. Yeah. Uh, why? Why me? Like, what is it about me that they should give? Am I running fast enough? Mm-hmm. If that answer is yes, now you have got to look at something else. There's something else in your maybe in your conduct that is not correct. Maybe you're not. Uh, I don't know. You don't play well with others, mm. or like you're not very. Um, marketable yeah maybe it's that maybe it's that you're not very marketable you're just not very like people don't want to work with you or people that, that you know what i mean yeah or like there's no out and out explicit reason for people to come and help you yeah and something you have to look at and be like all right cool well you know maybe there's things i need to change in my approach um mm. maybe there's things that i need to do better but at the same time it's a it's just an inherent flaw within the sport because we we have everything in place for there to be a situation where everyone can eat mm-hmm. but they don't whoever it may be the people at the top people who can actually change things don't want to change things because right now the current situation behooves them mm-hmm. so it's like how can man have a league but in every other sense of the word if i say league in the nba you know what i mean by that yeah. there's mm-hmm. x amount of teams they all play each other right, right, right. if i say yeah. the football league of the Premier League. Yeah. You understand how the Premier League differs to the Championship, differs to League One. Yeah. And you understand yeah. that they're all different tiers of sport that can coexist. And everyone in those sports is not getting the same amount of money, but they're all getting money 
relative to their situation. Yeah. Bruv, how can there be a diamond league that doesn't have a consistent amount of people, that, or even the same consistency of people? One person can run fast today, obviously diamond leagues today, um, well, whatever. Someone yeah. can run fast today in Lee Valley, someone can run 982. They'll be in a diamond league next week. Yeah. If they go to that diamond league and run 10-2, they probably won't be in a diamond league again. <laughs> How, how's your entry so um, easy easy and so di- your exit so easy as well? Man, I can just c- pop up anywhere because it's like there's no structure to the thing. That's simple, my friend. Easy come, easy go. Easy come, easy go. <laughs> easy come, easy go. Obviously, that's how it goes, but it's like, it's mad. Even, especially now, it doesn't make any sense because you've now acknowledged that there are tiers to competition. You know, the, the yeah. new world ranking yeah, yeah, has yeah, come yeah. in and said that there's DL, there's the world and olympics that are one tier then it's yeah. a b c d e cool so you've now made a b c d e and f whatever but you're not putting on the a league or the b league or the c league and having athletes enter those tiers exclusively mm-hmm. and let them compete against each other regularly because there's enough races for there to be and yeah. if there's not you can always put on more races there's always weekends yeah. for you to put on races yeah um but nah it's not that we have the diamond league we have that that one thing yeah so that that's where it comes to where a lot of people watching probably doesn't know yeah how this works and yeah, yeah. it's quite interesting to hear you know you run today you're in the diamond league and then next time you run don't perform well mm. or you're not marketable enough yeah you're dropped yeah but then where do you sponsor if you don't have a sponsor how do all the work as well because if you get dropped immediately from the next diamond league no sponsor's gonna touch you is there <laughs> it's things like that it's like it's so it's weird, man. Athletics is just a weird nature. It's a weird environment because it's like some people today are profiting or succeeding of things that they've done five, six, seven years ago. Yeah. There are some people who have done things five, six, seven years ago who are not eating today. So it's like, where, where's this line that you're drawing? What's happening? That in, in, there was a disconnect. Why is it one rule for one and not for, for the other? You know? likability and marketability yeah if i don't even think i don't even think marketability is a word but it's a word <laughs> no, today it's definitely a word <laughs> definitely a word definitely a word today and it's like that's a shame because what message does that send to the the kid Younger that's like you know just wants to work hard mm. some people and in today's society it's unfortunate but you know whether you like it or not social media is here and it's here for the foreseeable future mm-hmm. so you it would behoove you to work out you know your presence on social media what you want to put out how to be marketable um but that's not some people's bag some people are introverts some people are bomb good evening this is the staff announcement can chris or please come to reception that's chris or thank you thank you chris <laughs> 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 i'm not it's better funny man that's lee valley for you innit? all of us were just like Okay, fine. So, <laughs> as we were saying, yeah, like that—that's not everyone's bag. Some people are quite introverted, or they just don't like social media. Does that mean yeah. that they should be at disadvantage because they don't want to have this extra thing to their their performance? What if they're just really, really good? Mm. That's where it comes to me. Like, if you are the child, mm. I know you're young, yeah, and you've told me you're not a child, mm. so you're single, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, if you I are a kid, how would you? <laughs> just saying. Would you want to put them into athletics or would you rather football? Like football, I mean, you could play League Two and then probably better money than someone, you 100%. know, 
I mean, league in the world championship, you know, league two, you're league. probably still taking home like what four or five grand a week. Easy yeah. five, five grand a week. Listen, Easy I went, five grand a week. I went into one school, you yeah, know, and I was talking to a kid, and they saw the medals, and they're like, Oh my god, you must be a millionaire. I said, Big man, <laughs> far from if you, knew, if you knew what I had for lunch yesterday, you wouldn't be asking me about a billionaire. All right, I got a question for you then. Ask away. So, being that track and field is your livelihood yes but it doesn't pay you the same amount that you're putting out mm-hmm. what gets you out of bed in the morning to come and go to work because effectively when i go to work well, i know paid. i'm getting paid <laughs> yeah, yeah but for you you're getting out going to work yeah. and you're almost unsure of yes. when that next paycheck Not is almost. coming in I'm, I'm definitely always unsure always unsure but the reason why I personally am still here is two things. It's one thing that Andy said in your previous uh, podcast, mm-hmm. and it's one thing that's completely different to that. So, like, when you know within yourself that you have something that you haven't got out yet, mm-hmm. it will be a disservice to yourself yes, to not get it out. Just... So, I know I can run fast. I know I can run really fast. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about doing anything. Like, I'm, it's not even about making this team or running this sponsorship or whatever. I just know that I can run fast. And when I mm-hmm. do that, I'll have I'll have the peace within myself. Like, okay, cool. We weren't crazy. We knew what we were doing. Yeah. We knew that we had this time in us. We knew we had this ability in us and we had to showcase it. Because, you know, it's, it's my gift and it's my gift that I have to share with the world and with whoever has believed in me up to this point. I kind of owe it to myself and them. Mm-hmm. I can't just turn around and be like, ah, it's hard. Ah, no money, whatever. I'll make it work for as long as it needs to work for me to get what I need to get from this. Mm-hmm. And secondly, and probably more importantly, right now, this is still fun for me. This is still fun for me. Like, a lot of people will um, they'll push this whole agenda of you know it's not it's not about fun it's about working hard it's about being the best and I hear that uh, if that's what drives you then cool all power mm-hmm. to you like, that's, that's amazing I work best when I'm enjoying myself mm-hmm. I can't come and kill myself ever shout out Bernard boy I can't come and kill myself for especially for nothing nothing in return you know mm-hmm. so it's like while this is still fun for me while I'm still enjoying it let me just keep doing this. At some point, if, you know, I stop enjoying this and I'm not also not getting money from it and it's becoming a, a detriment to my life, mm-hmm. then I have to walk away. But I feel like anyone would do that in any situation. Like, if, yes. you, if you were in your job and you didn't like it um, and it was giving you, I'm sure it's giving you money for you to live and whatever, yeah. but there was an opportunity for you, to do, for you to do something that would give you maybe less money, but you would enjoy it. 150%. Yeah. I... I'm all for enjoying what you do. 100%. Not staying just because it can take care of this. If yeah. you don't enjoy it, why are you doing it? Exactly. And to like, some extent. I feel like all of us here listen to like music, like yeah. rap music and stuff. Yeah. And something I noticed a couple of years ago is that like, you'll follow an act from the beginning and they'll rap about certain things or they'll sing about certain things. Mm-hmm. And then they'll reach a point in their career and they'll almost do like a 180. Where it's yeah. like these things that I thought were important are not important. Like there was a Angie Martinez interview with J. Cole. Yeah. And he was saying along the lines of look, if you like I thought I was gonna make all this money and be happy. I made all this money, I wanted to make more. I thought mm. I was gonna make be happy if I got this car. I got this car, I want a new one. I got this house, I want a new one. It's like at some point, you just have to find the happiness in what you have. Yeah. Rather than keep searching for it in these like material things or even yeah. not even material things, just anything that you have to continuously search for and 
you know, to keep, do, to yeah. always be something better. Yeah. Mm. But if you don't know what makes you happy and what you even want yourself, you're going to be chasing this forever. Like, man could go and win the Olympics. Some people could go win the Olympics today and be like, no, nah, I need to win it next year. Big, what do you want? <laughs> what do you want? Like, some people are dreaming about even qualifying for it. Right. And for and some then, people, that is, their, that is their moment. Like, look, I qualify for it. I'm an Olympian. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Some people, it's not even the Olympics. Some people, it's about, ah, oh, I ran this time. Some people, it's just like, I wasn't physically active. And I'm able to now say that I am physically active. Yeah. The win is in me. Like, you know? So yeah, while this is still fun for me and um I still have, you know, personal goals to to get to, mm-hmm. man's here. I'm a I'ma leave the long term goals for a, a little bit later. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna ask the question based on like the whole mental side of things. Mm-hmm. Where like you know when training's going right, you know yeah. when training's going wrong. Yeah. Um is there ever that crossover where you start to think, is it me versus is it the coach? What am I doing wrong? What is he or she doing wrong? Um, is it the the medical team that are looking after me, such as, you know, like massage mm. and just like making sure that your body's in check? Do you ever have those like battles with yourself? Yeah. All the and time. how have you overcome them? Uh, all the time. All the time. Uh, it's a lot, man. Like... You have to remember, or I have to remember, I always try to remind myself, this situation that I'm in, it's not that anyone has forced me to be in the situation. Mm-hmm. I've put myself where I am. So yeah. I chose to be in this group. I chose to t- wake up this morning and come to training. I chose to you know, be in this environment. At any point, I should be able to choose to be elsewhere, mm-hmm. or I should be able to choose to edit my situation. I look at my coach, and it's a very interesting relationship with a coach because it's not like a teacher mm. where this this person's job by force to educate yeah. you about certain things. Mm-hmm. You can't just get up and leave in school and say, I'm not coming back, I'm going somewhere else. Yeah. Well, I guess you can, but like you shouldn't do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, we, you can get up and leave, just yeah. you've got to come back. You've got to come back, exactly. Oh, you get fined, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> That's a new thing. <laughs> it, gets, it gets a bit techie and I wouldn't, I wouldn't promote doing that. Um, but furthermore, like, you as a student do not directly employ your teacher. Mm-hmm. This is just a teacher that school has given to you for this subject or for this period of your time. Cool. Yeah. I pay my coach coaching fee. Mm-hmm. So even though I'm his athlete, technically he is in my employ. Yeah. So if he's doing something that I don't particularly like or enjoy, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I can come and change everything like that because I don't have the knowledge that I'm asking him to impart in me. Mm-hmm. But I should definitely be able to have a conversation about, hey, this, this and this isn't working. Why do you think it's not working that way? And yeah. I'll tell you why I think it's not working that way. And we need to come to a mutual agreement. Okay. Interesting. That's a good relationship to have. It should be. And I think that all relationships should be like that. But a lot of people either don't have that relationship or mm. don't aim to have that relationship. So it's like when things go wrong, it's like, ah, it's you. It's you. And now it's all confrontational. But mm. nothing, has, nothing good has ever come from confrontation. Yes. Uh, except for like, I don't know. Yes, if you look at one side of the wars, then someone has to win, isn't it? <laughs> Someone's got to win. Someone's got to win. But like in terms of just people relationships, um, like, you can't get anything. We can't both leave this amicably and happily. Yeah. If we go into it with conflict, so we have to. And once you've had that conflict, there's no going back. There's no going back. It's there's literally no back. find a new, find a new team. You have find to find a new squad. And you got to ask yourself: Are you prepared to do that? Are you, am I prepared to go and find a new everything? Yeah. Right now, it might be a techy time in the year as well. I think that's one of the hard part for like. A lot of younger athletes, you know, you get to that point where you believe your coach is not good enough for yeah, you yeah, yeah. in some ways. Yeah, yeah. They are levels to coaching. Of course. 
and you've been there let's say five years yeah. how do you leave someone that you've been with for five years would driven you to some events you know like babysit you in some ways like for so long mm. how do you then go you know what i'm going to the next club next and, door <laughs> and i'm gonna add to that because that was actually what was ticking over in my mind mm. so obviously when you started you was with eddie stevens yeah. and Kenny Paris. <laughs> Kenny Paris. Sorry about Kenneth. That's all right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I really hope you see this and know that it's Come coming on. from a genuine place. Large up, Kenny. Um, and then you was with Jonas, yeah. who is like one of the best coaches that the UK's ever seen. Yes. Um, and of recent time as well. Yeah. And then you broke off from Jonas yeah. and now you're with Ryan. Yeah. I don't know if there's anyone else in between, but no. okay. So you've had three coaches in... Let's call it 10 years. 10 years. Ten years. Yeah. yeah like why what was the why of changing those I understand college and stuff played yeah, a part yeah. in that but you're employing you're employing your coach so yeah. please um, inform us let me let me know <laughs> all right so with eddie i'll use the the same analogy um, mm. as the employee so with eddie uh at this point i wasn't paying for coaching i was yeah i was kind of paying for the session like you know five pound a session whatever yeah um he just up and left for about like at the end of the year in 20, 2012, 2013, mm-hmm. one of those years, he just went on holiday and didn't come back. So if I have an employee mm-hmm. and man's left and you didn't tell me where you're going and you don't come back, man can't keep paying you or man can't keep, <laughs> man can't keep you on the books. You know, we, yeah. got, we got to talk about science. Placements, so, innit? <laughs> we tried reaching out to him, didn't do it. So Jonas came out to approach me and he was like, yeah, yeah. So, what do you have planned for training next year? I was like, yeah, I'm training with Eddie. He's like, Eddie's, Eddie's in Barbados. Eddie has not returned. Has he returned yet? I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, I, I swear to you, I don't know. Sometimes I see sightings of him or something. Like, I saw him on Facebook. I don't know where he is. I mean, I'm going to Barbados this year, so I can. I He might all be coaching the national team. He just doesn't go to the meets. He might be, you know. He actually might be a thing like that. Um, scope him out, please. Um, but yeah, so Jones was like, I like. I think you got something. Um, mm-hmm. Let's work together. Mm-hmm. I was like, cool. So that's that was when I went into that was yeah end of twenty twelve. So when yeah. it's twenty thirteen, and I was doing my GCSEs, and I used to come after school mm-hmm. to train with him. Just him, me and him, we okay. do sessions. And then on the weekends, I might train with like the olders. But we already knew about Jonas because he was working with Jichindu. Yeah. And Jichindu came from a group as well. Yeah. The Eddie Stevens Super Group, um, and he was working with him going into World Juniors in 2012. So we knew about Jonas and what he could do for, for athletes. So we're like, yeah, bunny, cool, let's go. Um, leaving Jonas, it was like, our timetables were very different. Mm-hmm. So I was at college in St. Albans. He wanted to train in the daytime at Lee Valley. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a car. I didn't have a means of getting to Lee Valley. And I was like, so he was, he started off on the thing where he was like, okay, we're gonna do sessions after, I'll come up to you after I'm here and we'll do stuff together. I was like, cool, and that worked sometimes and sometimes it didn't, like, mm-hmm. you know, just logistical issues, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So he was like, look, we can still keep trying to do this if you want, but Ryan is there. Yeah. He's a very good coach. He's got a good squad. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you feel about going and training with Ryan? Oh, so he suggested it. Yeah. That's great. So he was like, I was like, mm, I 
I don't really know. Like, I don't know him like that. Obviously, he's, he was cool and we were blessed or whatever, mm. but I was like, I don't know him on that perspective of things. I don't know his athletes or like the way that they train. Yeah. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what I got in it. Um, and if I'm being honest, at the time, I, I was, I had an air of arrogance to me in it. So I was like, no, nah, but like, you're, you're the guy in it. So why are you putting me with someone that's not the guy? Like, I don't want to yeah. be training with them, man. So I was like, cool. So the first couple, the first session that I had with Ryan, I remember, I went to go train with him, but the people I wanted to train with were abroad. Not by okay. any fault of his own. They were just abroad, didn't it? Yeah. So I'm coming to train and I'm getting frustrated. Like, bro, there's no one even here to train with. He's like, all right, cool. Come, let's come to the side. And he looked at me and he was like, I don't know what you do when you're with Jonas, but the shit you're doing right now, that don't fly with me. So that's one. Mm-hmm. Do that again, we'll fight. Not on a plating, we'll fight. <laughs> And I know I know a coach that's like that. And I stepped back. One or two. And I was like, okay. Mm. So from then we had no issues. <laughs> I wasn't trying to get banged. Yeah. Like we've, we've, we've had like bits here and there where it's got it's got techie, but like mm-hmm. now it's just such a, a mutual respect for each other. Like like I said, we we talk about things now. Yeah. I didn't go. In, I don't have any arrogance in my group anymore. I'm I'm always here to learn or here to help or try and do something. So yeah, now it's just I have an employee, an employee. I feel like yeah. he sees it's a good. He's gonna see me calling him an employee and start getting mad. I mean, we're, we're on thin ice here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about Big Brother? You know what? He's like a father figure that yeah, I, I give I, money to. Okay, there we go. <laughs> we'll take that. We'll take that. I think Ryan will take that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my guy. Um, yeah. So like, we we have a, a very calm relationship, and it's all love. Like, if I were to see Eddie right now. I wouldn't feel like, oh, you abandoned me because like, you know, mm-hmm. everything that happened for a reason and I'm here it's now. Yeah. I see Jonas all the time. Whenever I see Jonas, I'm like, oh my guy, what are you saying? Oh, it's, it's all love. Yeah. Uh, all the way through. So yeah, it's, it's, that's nice. That's, that's, that's a very healthy yes. relationship to have, which is so important in track and field. Yeah. And I think sometimes that goes amiss with people where yeah. they don't think about the relationship between a coach and an athlete like yeah. it's all t- sometimes the blame gets put on the athlete straight yeah. away sometimes it gets put on the coach and a lot of the time it's on the coach yes no yeah, one yeah, yeah. from the parents the, view the in between <laughs> of course sides. yes um being that like you know running for great britain is it's such a it's an achievement to have but it's so hard to get into because mm-hmm. it's saturated with sprinters ranging from We've got the recent sub 10 guys, yeah. and then we've got a lot of people um, like yourself in that 10-1, 10-0, 10-1, yeah. 10-2 region. Yeah. Um, have you ever had the thought of like switching allegiances? Is that a possibility for you? It was. And for who? Ghana. So my family's from Ghana. Mm-hmm. Um, I, if it was gonna be that, I would've sought to Ghana. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my training partners right now, Sean Safentry. Yes. He made his first team for Great Britain. He went to the World uh, European Indoor Championships in 20, I want to say 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, Prague or whatever it was. The year after, he's like, yeah, boy, Ghana. Because <laughs> he wanted to go to the Olympics, right? Mm. And so he went to the Olympics for Ghana. He went to the Commonwealth. He's been since, he's been to the Commonwealth for Ghana. He's been to World Indoors for Ghana. Um, and it was definitely a thought that I had because it's like, bro, this is hard. Mm-hmm. This is hard and I'm making it harder than it needs to be i have a not a, i think this is how i looked at it. i looked at it as a, like a cop-out like my mentality was always cool i'm gonna switch and go to ghana but mm-hmm. if i'm not good enough to make the british team i'm gonna get winged out in the heats anyway so what what good would it do me being there just to say that i was there yeah, which is I'm nice understandable it's uh, nice but like where you're coming from i just wanted to 
like I said, I'm always I'm ready with this handicap. I'm always I always feel like I'm handicapped anyway. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, cool. It's a disadvantage, but if I make this team this way, oh, oh, As, and we see it all the time. Like in recent years, if a British person makes the British team in the, in their event, especially yeah. in the sprints, they are most likely going to go and do well with the champs. Yeah. Granted, you know we have unforeseen events that happen. People might get edged out, like. Shichinu's been edged out of two championships in the last two years. Mm. Olympics, he came ninth, and world champs, he was there or thereabouts. You yeah. know, we just saw Reese make the world champs um, final in twenty seventeen. Um, we got Dina doing what Dina does, Dina's, mad things. Dina's just destroying um, people. The, but even the rest of the women are coming up behind her. You got like the Omanis, the Crystals, like yeah. the Ashleys that are now getting back into it. You know what I mean? So it's like. Yeah, shout out to Ashley because I see her drop a PB over the 200 yeah, the other day. Nice. So, yeah. Ashley, trust me, we're seeing you and we're going to be getting in touch with you very, very yeah, soon. Do that. Obviously, I can't, I can't let me shout out Ashley, not shout out my Adriller. Jade Diller, come on, Jody. Right. Um, but yes, right. yes, like everyone's doing, everyone's doing well. So, it's like, it's getting so competitive in house now yeah. that it is just breeding this ridiculous pool of, of talent that we have in the country and people should be mm-hmm. confident now going to trials. Whereas a couple of years ago, it might have been a wash or like we kind of know who's going to do it's what. Gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now you got people like the last year's trials was nuts. Everyone on that trial, that final had run 10-0 at some point in their life. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. That's never happened before. No, yeah, no. Nev- no. In this country, no. You, you got the one guy that's run 10-1, the one guy's run, two guys run 10-2, everyone else has run a, a hodgepodge of times. <laughs> it's whatever. But like year and year, like I was looking at in Power of 10, Mm-hmm. The the years have just been trending faster and faster and faster, yeah. and it's like beyond that, the people that are running the times are getting younger and younger yeah. and younger, which means they're just gonna be in the sport for even longer. These people, the man are not gonna evaporate when they run ten. They're gonna be here. I'm pretty sure our fastest guy at this point in time is not even twenty five. So oh, they're both twenty three. Like, Reese and Zano, who both run nine ninety seven this year, both twenty three years old. Behind them is twenty five year olds. <laughs> Yeah. There's a there's a, in the top ten I believe is like what 20, 23, 23, 25, 25, 22, no, 23, 28, or 29, however old Harry is. So we're looking at like minimum ten years yeah. per person. Yeah. As, as we've seen with Harry, Harry's time. been out here since he was 18 years old and he's still here. It's 12 years. Tenure. Harry's Harry's been doing his thing. He's I mean, I remember when I first saw Harry mm. and I hope you don't take this in no disrespect, but I could not like believe any person that tried to tell me that you were 14 years old. <laughs> it, it weren't washing with me because you were a big guy, still a big guy now, but I give you all the respect because it's, you are one of the best athletes that we've ever had. On. That's that Ghanaian strength, man. That's, 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 that's bucket buffs and fufu, bro. That's, that's what we do. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought he was Nigerian, man. Nah, nah. <laughs> you might not take that one. Okay. You're not, not going to take yours. Your, you've got everyone else. Literally everyone else who's black, apart from Reese and Zanel, everyone else who's black in this country at Sprints is Nigerian. Let us have Harry. Yeah? Cool. Yeah, you can have Harry. I mean, for the Caribbean side, we got Zanel, we got Nefanil, we hey, got Reese, Mig- Reese we Miguel got Miguel. Who have, yet to see, who have yet to see? So, but that's a nice one because mm. he's... He's there, he's right there. So I'm really looking forward to the trials because yeah. I think the trials yeah. are going to be very, very deep. Everyone that's seen him run year. says he's a very special person. I haven't seen him run, so I can't speak on mm. that. But I've just seen it on YouTube and that. But they've okay. seen him run it in real life and they said, bruv, this guy is very special. So, you know, like I said, but even that, add that into the mix. All the other people that are coming, because like, people are doing this now more frequently. Yeah. People are 
instead of switching away, people are switching towards Britain because yeah. you know things yeah. like Olympics and them being from smaller islands and etc. Et yeah, that's Bro, that's tough. And people were were slamming man for it a couple years ago. Oh, plastic Brits, plastic Brits. Now they're loving it. Yeah, they're loving the man. I'm sure there was a, there was a few athletes that were kind of doing that as of well. Of course but they were. You've benefited from it now. Of course so. they were. Cause when man on your relay team, and you know what I mean. You get a medal. You know what I mean. You ain't gonna be saying no plastic. You, what are you gonna do? You can turn around and say, oh, thank you, plastic Brit. No, I'm not. <laughs> and I'm happy about it now. But it's like it's like in anything else. Like people are scared of what they don't understand. They yeah, don't, they don't. This isn't a uh, a robot that's been dropped from plastic Britland. This is a person who has a life and feelings and emotions and personality. Mm. And if you get to meet that person, you're not going to be like, oh, you shouldn't even be here on a Brexit thing. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're actually cool. You just happen to be a, have been born somewhere else. You know? I mean, you mentioned like training groups and, yeah. and, and stuff mm -hmm. and where you are now in your career what do you prefer because you mentioned like working with jonas mm -hmm. um you was working with him like one-on-one -on -one, mm -hmm. which i think is always beneficial when you're working um with someone in track and field because yeah. there are some things where you just need that attention 100 um do you prefer and you, and you also mentioned like having the super groups and i know eddie stevens group from way back when yeah. when he had um like rion samuel um william yeah. Ife, i don't even yeah 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 in the game so I know the group from those times yeah. where um, I should have to mention uh, Mr. Infantino as well. Oh, he yeah, was big also, one. 20.6 gods. He Come was on. also from that same batch yeah. where that was like a young super group. Yes. Um, there weren't many of those. No. Do you prefer like a super group like that? Or do you prefer something that's a bit more intimate? Um, this question was actually brought to you by a bunch of athletes because I posted up um like that i'm gonna interview uh -huh. um is, does anyone have any questions and that was one of the ones that i kind of looked at i said you know what that's a good question i'm gonna mm. take that one awesome. and bring that in awesome. so yeah uh, yeah firstly thank you to anyone who asked that question because like you said it's a really good question um i think i think i prefer the super groups okay and i think everyone should prefer the super groups and i say that because there's in my opinion anyway Obviously, yes, there are certain moments where you need it to be one-on-one. -on -one. You need to have that very intimate um, exchange with your coach and maybe yeah. work on things away from other people's eyes um, in your, you know, in yourself. Mm -hmm. Get that done first and then you can go bring it out to the world. Cool. Yeah. But it's something that Andy touched on about him going to Loughborough and doing all of that. You yeah. do that because you need to be on your toes. Mm -hmm. You need to be on your toes. Competitive. You need to know that if you make a mistake or if you're not on your A game or close to it, mm -hmm. that that has consequences. And you don't feel the consequences if you're training with people that are not beneath you, but like lesser in ability to you yeah. at the present moment in time. Or if you're on your own. Everyone yeah. looks sexy when they run on their own. Everyone, I promise you. If you go and put a video on Instagram and you're running solo in slow motion, Amanda do, <laughs> <laughs> What, slow pro app? Yeah. Yeah. Slow pro coach. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's in the bottom, it's got the, yes. little, the watermark. Am I paying for the app? No, I'm paying for the app. I ain't trying to see what, I ain't trying to see that little box in the corner. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get this thing of me. Of me, <laughs> just me. Just me. I'm saying like, everyone looks good on their own. And it's like, you might, God forbid, you might get, into a point where you start believing your own hype too much, you're like, raw, I'm actually really good because you have nothing mm. to, you have no reference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, being in a group that I'm in right now, it's nuts, it's nuts. All yeah. the groups I've been in, like I said, they've all been nuts. Yeah, I've yeah. either been running with people who are way faster than me and chasing them down. Yeah. Running with people who are way faster than me and running away from them. So I remember there was a, a rep where 
it was me, Jishindu and OJ. Mm. And we were upstairs and we did, we ran a 40 and Shishindu ran a 52 meters. Mm. And Jonas said, don't let him catch you. That's the only thing he said, just don't let him catch you. Do whatever you have to do, but just don't let him catch you. Mm. Like, bruv, he's 10, 12 meters behind us. How's he gonna catch us? Fab, when I tell you, I got to 33 meters and man was going, nuts how is man going past me he's like 10 meters behind me but it's things like that that they keep you in check mm-hmm. like okay cool this is where i am this is where i need to be mm-hmm. and beyond that it's like you're now surrounded with people who understand the plight you're going through they understand that you know one, one day you might wake up and not be in the mood yeah. and if these people are considerate mm-hmm. as you would hope your training opponents are they might accommodate you a bit more like oh you know what like it's all right man you're good it's cool like, mm-hmm. look you did this last week man you're still this guy like you sometimes need to be reminded you're still you're still you Mm. And I don't think you can get that completely on your own. Granted, there are people who train on their own and they're running amazingly well. Mm-hmm. And that's because this, like you said, it's a balance. You, you're not going to get everything you need from your group. That man can't run for you. Yeah. End of the day, you need to know why you're here. You need to know what you're doing. And you need to be on yourself before anyone's on you. Yeah. This is just like, it's like a, it's like a fail safe. It keeps you in super check. Like, hey, make sure, make sure, you know. Because mm. at the end of the day, you're going to be in the same competitions. Of course. You're fighting course. for the same two spots <laughs> on that plane. Sometimes you look at your boys here and you're like, you're actually my guy. Mm. But I have to slap you up. Yeah. <laughs> I have to. Because if you, if you don't, like, you're not, you're not always going into the race like, oh, you know, you win today, you know. Like, yeah. You take this one. I, like, I don't even want to be champion. Mm. Ah, that's all right, man. It's, like, bro, it's, it's war, but it's not war. Like, yeah. it's, it's fun, but it's war. <laughs> I mean... Of course, it's it's gonna be war because, yeah. at the end of the day, whether it's your training partner or someone who's not your training partner, whoever gets that one two, mm-hmm. that's your check exactly. that they're walking away with. Exactly. So even if it's your brethren, listen, if you take my check, it's ain't gonna split yo. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all thinking like, right, do I need to cut man's break so he don't go, and then I get that place because I was Fam. like, it's, Fam. It's, and I'm. And I'm pretty certain, like that is the thought process yeah, that some yeah. people have. One hundred percent. They they probably won't do it. No, but, but they've definitely had the thought. That thought is there. It's very, very like <laughs> visible yeah. to them. It's one of those things you gotta look at, like because it's war and everyone understands that it's war. Mm-hmm. Like the way I see it, anyway, I don't have to talk about it being war. Mm-hmm. If you're not ready for the war, that's your business. But I am. I'm always ready for the war. So let's go. Mm-hmm. Because it's like that. In the moments where it's not directly war mm-hmm. we can actually be there for each other like bro i'm having a really bad day bro oh what's wrong bro this start i'm not getting it like yeah. oh no just do this or do that someone might see something that you can't even see within yourself of and course. the coach maybe doesn't see because he's looking at something else or yeah because he's got such a big group yeah, yeah. i'll be like oh i tried that thing you tried me to told me to do you know that's live i say for that man no problem so that's and i suppose that's the the benefits and the differences with working with a massive group mm. versus working with a more intimate group yeah, yeah so for me a massive group is anywhere over 10. <clears throat> intimate is i'm gonna say intimate group is like five and below yeah, yeah, yeah. um may, maybe six or seven mm. um and there are that those times where it's another athlete that's actually told you yeah. something to change and you're yeah. like you, you almost like nah you you might be trying to mess me up yeah. <laughs> i don't even know if i should take this advice mm. but then you, you, you start to realize that well these guys are doing the same thing I'm doing yeah and our knowledge is pretty similar so yeah. if they are telling me something it's probably something that I haven't thought of but yeah. they've seen because I can't see myself yeah same way when coaches like oh yeah so and so get on the blocks I'm standing there watching mm. 
<laughs> so I'm gonna be like, well, Riley, you know, your foot's kind of, it's kind of leaning to the side, you know, you might mm. just wanna pop it back this way. Mm. So, no, definitely, it yeah. is always helpful. Like even uh, to to add on to that point, sometimes you watch someone do something, you're like, I wanna do that. Mm. Granted, it might not be you, it might not be exactly what you need to do because everyone's mm. different, everyone runs fast in different ways, but there might be something that they're doing that you can borrow or implement in your own life. So mm. like. I'll watch videos. All these men that put videos on Instagram, safe, car, watch your videos if you're fast. And I'm like, cool, I wanna try that. Yeah. I'm gonna try, cause you run faster than I run. So you yeah. must be doing something in some way, maybe you're better than me or stronger than me, whatever. Mm -hmm. But there's something you're doing that I'm not. So yeah. I, let me see if I can try this out and see how it feels for me. I might try out, ah, it's dead, can't do that, boy. If I try out and it's live, I'm keeping that. Saying that, so obviously now you've got, um, Obviously, Instagram is such a like broad thing that this can be used for. Yes. Um, and a lot of coaches are putting like small videos or yeah. big videos up. Yeah. And I see a lot of younger athletes that they see it, they don't really understand it, mm -hmm. but they'll go and do it. it. Yeah. Now, where you said that you might see an athlete who's faster than you, stronger than you, do it. Mm. Would you do you go to a coach and be like, oh, um, I don't know if you call it Ryan or coach. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've seen. Simbine do this. Can we try this? Have you ever been to, like have you ever had to do that? And he's open to it, or is he, or is he more like a I'm a coach, I know what I'm doing, I'm not trying to mess with someone else's work. We're working on now, yeah. Yeah, um, there's all those different things as well, like yeah. time of the year and stuff. Yeah, like, of course, of course. Like I wouldn't advise anyone to be deep into their season and start making big changes. That's not mm. really the time to do that. Um we definitely had conversations like that, but it's more like I'll come to him on a on a thing where it's like, why do we do what we do? Mm -hmm. Like I always, I just want to understand. Yeah. Because, and I feel like I have that right. If I'm, yeah. And like I said, if I'm employing you or if yeah. we have this relationship, it shouldn't be a I am the coach. So this is what I say it goes. That doesn't work. That with some people that might work. That doesn't work with me. I yeah. can't have that. I need to know why. I'm intrigued. I'm not trying to challenge you and be like difficult. facetious or yeah. difficult. I just want to know why we do it. Because if it's a valid reason. Cool, I'm for it. But you should be able to explain it, right? Yeah. So I'll be like, look. So there was a point <laughs> in my life where I really wanted to do that toe drag thing that everyone does. Yeah, I thought it was- I was not bring that up before. I, thought it was, <laughs> I, I saw a video of Asafa doing it. I said, this is the sexiest thing <laughs> I've ever seen in my life, but I can't do it. Everyone else does it, I can't do it. So I was like, yo, Ryan, no, I see this. Why can't, we, why can't I do that? He was like, you can do it. Go try it, innit? So I tried it. He was like, how do I feel? I said, yeah, no, I feel sexy. I said, so you didn't feel like you were pulling yourself off the, on the ground? I was like, no. He's like, so you didn't feel like you were over rotating? I, I said, no. He said, you didn't feel like, you know, there was so much friction on your foot? I said, no, I felt great. I said, All right, cool, go do a rep. I'll put it on timer. I said, cool, so I did it, put it on timer. I said, cool, now do what you would normally do. Did that. I said, oh, Ruben, it's actually faster when you don't do that trailer acting. Hmm, oh, it's funny. And it's like, it's that kind of, it's the freedom to explore and make yeah. mistakes and be like, all right, cool. I can tell you that it's wrong because X, Y, and Z, mm -hmm. but some people might not take that in. So yeah. go feel it and go see and for yourself that it's bad. Yeah. Then we don't have to have that conversation again. You're not gonna say, oh, I really wanna do that. Bro, you understand it's not for you. Yeah. It's not for you. Because there was, in my training group, there was two people. Mm. One of them does the chill drag, the other one doesn't. Mm. And you know, you can hear the sound of the chill yeah, drag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sick when it's happening, yeah, isn't it? Man. And you know, they run about a similar time, mm. nothing really changes, but one of them is generally quicker out the blocks anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was on that body toe dragon. Mm. 
But then everyone else started to try it. Like I wanted to try it. Everyone yeah. wanted to try it. Mm. And it just didn't work. Yeah. But sometimes it just felt like you're going to stumble on the floor. Like, you know, there's too much 100%. friction. But the idea was to, for it to be just slightly off the floor. Yeah. But everyone ended up taking it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you know, take that little. <laughs> sounds sexy, man. I've, sounds sick when you when you fly you off and yeah. you do it correctly. I've had a few. I've had a few years where like I was toe toe dragging, and the front of my spikes were gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Finish. Like your toes. I, just... I, 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 I'm looking and thinking, raw man just took 90 pounds from mum yeah to ruin these trainers ruin within, it to ruin these spikes within six months and then i've got to go and ask her again for another, team. For another 90 pounds nah, now you got to explain hey, where, spikes, from, where it came from spikes yeah man <laughs> hey listen you ain't an athlete if you ain't got three or four pairs of spikes yeah of course like over and especially like you know you get them ones where they're really battered but they would have taken. So, yeah, so they yeah, they might just look in the box and be like, you know, <laughs> should I, bring feel, should I bring them out. They they ain't really the most practical thing because you know ankles mm-hmm. and missing spikes, yeah. spikes that are, that can't be taken out no more. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, not even a, it's a nub now. It's not. Even yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's literally it's just molded into the shoe. Wow, it's nasty. Just, it's just a metal space. Like it's oh mate, track and field is is so amazing. It's like lot, the amount of things you could go through in a training session Fam. alone is just great um what is your favorite session favorite drills my favorite session would be ooh, something like a competitive 90 or like a competitive anything competitive to like 70 80 90 i love that because Sick. it's like it's short enough for it to not it's be explosion. mad taxing and it's just about yeah. explosion but it's also mm-hmm. long enough for it to be like okay you got out of the blocks now what like, mm-hmm. what are you gonna do um my favorite drill Favorite drill? Hmm. Well, you mean like like when I'm when I'm warming up? Yeah. 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 So A skip, B skip. You know what? Fast yeah. shuffle. All of them things. They're, they're, they're cool, yeah. But the one that gets it for me, it's just a stride. Mm. It's a calm stride. Cause you can do like, obviously you do all these things to set you up um, yeah, yeah. neurologically and yeah. you know, physiologically uh, for the task at hand. But you know when you stride and you feel good, like yeah. you know when it's gonna be a good day when everything's just moving well. You're like fuck. At this, like, yeah, ooh, they don't want to see I'm, me today. <laughs> you know, I always found that when I was striding, it's I never felt good during the stride. Mm. It's when I'm trying to slow down, but the wind is still fa 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 fa. That's when I'm like, yo, I must have been moving. <laughs> I'm moving like, oh, is that me? Is that me? <laughs> the whole me today? Okay, Come on, like it's what... problems. It's problems for you today. Listen, and that's another thing about being in a group. You can't you can't smack talk no one when it's not on your own. Mm. I, I did a rep the other day. I said, hey, Sean. He's like, yo, I said, you don't want to see me on Saturday, man. Mm. He said, what do you mean? Like, you're not coming in? I said, no, 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 I'm coming in, but you don't want to see me on Saturday. He said, bruv, what, what do you mean? Ryan was like, look, he's saying he's going to whack you up on the reps. And he's like, ah, is it? Come, let's go in. I got, um, I got a friend of mine, um, shout NSX Performance. Um, oh, I see them on, I see them on the gram. And the yeah, right so now. that's, that's Great one of my good friends. Yeah, like, yeah. Fantastic guy, amazing coach. Um, hella knowledgeable, mm. scary. <laughs> um, now nah, he's I haven't been training for a while but he's been training he's doing his thing yes. but no matter what if I go to the track today mm. I'm on this like if you don't if you don't bring your spikes like your real spikes I'm gonna I'm blow you out today Fam. and literally I could not train for five or six months on the track but when I go down to the track I've just bought, oh, no. it's like an automatic thing it just Fam. switches on where I just go overly competitive it's in the nature man and I, I miss that like training 
group vibe. I do miss that, but you know, there are times where I can only I can only do the whole like train on my own because yes. I have to I can get things done. Yes. Yeah. But that fire with a yo, I'm gonna blow you out today if you mm. don't if you don't turn it on. For me, that is that is always the the one thing that would always keep me coming back. Mm. And that would be the thing that gets me out of the bed to go training. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that fact that you have that yeah. and you're still just having fun. I'm telling you. It's like, okay, so when he's not having fun no more and it's mm. like, yo, <laughs> I'm getting paid some money for this. It's peak. It's peak. But on money, like we kind of we've gone around this yeah. um throughout the in- throughout this interview. But you're not working no. and you're not sponsored like how do you get by like because t- diet ain't cheap no paying coach ain't cheap no physio physio ain't yeah, cheap no 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 kit transport hey man, <laughs> nah, man. you see that one that one there woo. competition i mean i mean it might be a little bit different no no it's not different it's it's worse now paying for competitions yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's all an expense and if you're not like if you don't have none of those those niceties that other athletes have yeah. like how are you doing it? Uh, firstly, and before anything, my mum. Mm-hmm. Shout out to her. Um, like, she's she's like any parent, you know? You want your kid to do what they want to do and do mm-hmm. it best. Granted, she's also, uh, her situ- the situation that we're in, you know, her being a single parent, there's not bare, like, excess money for her to just be like, oh yeah, go do your running thing, you little side thing as well. Yeah. <laughs> At some point, it needs to be a return on investment, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, which she's seen, like, I guess I'm fortunate in that I've been able to do things in my career. Like career, yeah. um, I've gone to many competitions. I've got medals now, and like so, she's seen that I'm actually like not lying. Like I'm actually good at this. Mm. <laughs> so I guess that makes it easier to believe in me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, aside from my mum and Inspire Free Sport, I might just pick up an odd job here and there. Like someone might need certain help with it. Oh yeah, I help you out. Little twenty pound or whatever. Yeah, that's gonna pay for my race on the weekend. Or oh, I'll do this. Oh yeah, man, that's gonna help me out with this, that, and the third. This year, I was very lucky because last year I went to the inaugural Athletics World Cup, yeah, um, which happened to have a, a big payout. Mm. So for most of that, I took most of that money and said, "Cool, I'm gonna invest that in myself." In the terms of, I'll buy all my kit when Black Friday comes because I'm not an idiot. <laughs> um, so I went, I went to that Nike outlet store. I said, "Boy, we're gonna oh, have Wembley. a great time." No, no, they closed that one. You know, the 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 M1 in Enfield, they closed it. I went to the one in Kings Cross, then I went to the one in Hackney Downs. I said, because they have different, they might have different things in it. Yeah. So I had to make sure that I got, got everything. You got to travel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to travel, make sure. It's not my way home anyway, so that's cool. Um, yeah, so I did I did that and got all my kit. And um, I was fortunate enough to be supported furthermore because mm-hmm. um, by an a online reseller called Sports Shoes. Yeah. Um, and that just came about because I was on Instagram and I saw someone was like, oh, happy to announce I'm a Sports Shoes ambassador. I was like, raw, man can do that. You can mm-hmm. just be an ambassador for a thing and they give you, raw, cool. How do I get in contact with them? Oh, they must have an email. Mm. Cool. Go on the website. Go to contact us. See the email. Cool. I put together a professional email. I said, cool, this is what it is. I made myself an athletic CV so mm-hmm. that they weren't just on like I could have been any guy in it. Yeah. yeah but yeah, yeah. like I said, no, like I'm, you know. I'm, I am I'm I'm, I'm, I'm someone. I'm done, <laughs> I'm done this. You know, I had to I had to bring my 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 my, my credentials in it. Um but yeah, things like that that no one teaches you or no one tells you explicitly that mm-hmm. you can do this for yourself. Obviously, it's a thought process that needs to be had. Yeah. Um, and it's not the easiest route to go about things, but if you want something to work, you can find a way to make it work. You know. Yeah. So, yeah, things like that. I even like I reached out to, uh, it's like 
protein companies, supplement companies, and said, oh, yeah. similar thing. Yeah. And some of them were like, oh, like one of them was very funny. They said, they emailed me back, and I'm like, yeah, so we're not trying to support any athletes at this time. I said, okay, that's cool, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Like, I promise you, like 40 minutes went by, they emailed me again, they're like, oh, actually, we just read your email, and we read the attachment that you had, um, and we'd actually love to have an athlete like you. I said, big man, so you are ready to decline me. <laughs> Didn't even read the thing I sent you. Yeah, they, didn't, they didn't read it. They just they just said, yeah, cool. We, we ain't gonna do it. And I said, it's air, man. I don't even want your product anyway. So right. <laughs> no, at that time I had sorted something else oh, mm. out, so I didn't require the services anymore. That's a better way to put it. Um, Fair enough. But yeah, it's just things like that. You have to find. You have to be very imaginative with mm. your your life and how you go about things. But I guess you have to, you have to be out there as well. Yeah, you can't be an introvert. You can't no. just you know hide away and expect people to do something of for course, you, you know, of course, your coach man. to help you out and get yeah. these things like you have to kind of take your own steps mm. I suppose say as, as you have done really yeah. mm. like my coach I've grown, I'll give him his credit where credit is due he will help me out where he, he can um, yeah. like he's always helped me out as far as my career has gone like at one point I was sponsored I was sponsored by Adidas um, okay. from 2015 to 2016 so that two year span I was sponsored but for whatever reason they, they didn't want to keep me on I said cool that's fine mm-hmm. Um, I'll just do my thing anyway. So the year that I, the year I lost my sponsorship, my PB was ten thirty. The next year I ran ten eighteen. So I was like, haha, <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. I, I wasn't even like I'm back. I was like, I never left. I've never gone anywhere. But mm. I saw the worth in myself. And sometimes people are not going to see the worth in you. Yeah. And that's okay. It's mm. not for everyone to see. Um, so like, you know, don't be this. I don't want people to be disheartened if they're not on a deal or if they're not this or not that, bro. You know what you're on. You know what you're on. Saying like, obviously one of the things that we look at in track and field is who's sponsored who's yes. not yeah um a lot of com- traditionally nike and adidas mm-hmm. if you were sponsored by them you were the guy you were that guy mm. new balance yeah puma yeah um under armor coming up under armor well. also coming up having said that there's also the british athletics yeah where they have their part in funding athletes yeah um how far are we away from that what's like what what's the requirements because it seems it almost seems impossible to get onto if you've not done this yes yes like so in terms of where you are if we say that's prem league mm-hmm. and i don't know league one league two yeah where am i yeah um i'll say like i'm a top team in the championship that's okay. what I would say. I don't know what people say about me, but I don't really care what people say about me. It's not their business. Yeah. Um, I would say like I'm not one of the top teams in the championship. In that I've, I'm very clearly not bad at this sport. Like yeah, I'm not yeah. rubbish. Ten one six six. Ten one six six. Commonwealth gold, European under twenty three silver. You know, it's light. You know, it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but like I'm very clearly ability wise mm-hmm. good enough to do certain things. Granted, mm-hmm. do I have the consistency yet? No. Do I expect myself to be in that position? No. I need to do certain things now from this point to press on. Mm-hmm. Like running 10 1 once is nice. Mm-hmm. Running 10 1 consistently is a whole different thing. Yeah. Running 10 1 and 10 2 is nice, but I've run them both on the same day. It was only till this year that I ran a 10 2 that's somewhere else that wasn't on that same day. Yeah. So it's like people do this thing a lot where they're like, oh, but I've done this, man. Why do I not have this? Sometimes that's not enough, yeah. unfortunately. And it's a hard reality to face, but hey, that's life, you know? Sometimes you have to look yourself in the mirror and say, what am I not doing or what have I not done? Yeah. I don't, genuinely don't think I deserve to be on funding right now okay. because what have I done? I'm out here running like 10 threes, 10 fours, sometimes running 10 two, all of that kind of thing. 
when I get the consistency, mm-hmm. it's a whole different argument. Because then you go into those kind of situations and say, okay, cool. I've done this. Yeah. The people that you're paying have done this. These two are not dissimilar. In fact, <laughs> one might even be better than the other. Yeah. So well, how can you now justify that? But you see, right right now, yeah. I can't do that. Yeah. I'll walk into that meeting and be like, oh, I've done this. I'll be like, big man, leave, bro. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Do you see, do you see who we have here? Try, do you see? Try to come up in the office with a Conor McGregor walk and then ah, like, ah, ah. <laughs> They'll be like, big man, it's not that. I'm so sorry, it's not that. They might not even say sorry. They might just tell me to leave. Just leave. Just get out. Um, but like, but it's a double-edged sword because on the one hand, yes, it's that. Like, I'm not in that position. But on the other hand, bruv, look at where I am. Mm. Look at what I've done. And people think often that you need to have certain things in order to do certain things. Yeah, I would love to be the guy that comes through and says, bro, you don't need any of it. You just need to run fast. You need to love your yourself. Believe in your coaching. Work hard. Enjoy the sport, and this can happen. Because it's like. It's like a similar conversation to what we were saying earlier. Um, when people make music, uh, they, it might you might have a little SoundCloud song or something. Mm. Boom, your song get, your song gets a bit of traction. Now you get signed, you get a big deal, big boy deal, all of this. Oh yeah, lovely. You can't back up what yeah, you've done to get signed. So you you run out your deal, you get dropped. You can still make good music. You can still do it. We've seen all these people so now. Much more. It's effort. It's harder, but it's still possible. We've seen all these people now. Look at Stormzy. Look at Dave. These men are not signed. They might have connections that they're leveraging, and that's a completely different thing altogether. But like, they're not signed to anyone. They're just mm. doing things in-house with their own people. I'm not saying you could do that in track and field. Maybe you can, you probably can. It's just a lot harder than it needs to be, but it's possible. Yeah. So everything I've like, look, I'm not with uh, British Athletics, I'm not signed, I'm not this, I'm not that, whatever. But I've run 10-1, I've got Commonwealth Gold. You're telling me there's someone sitting there that wouldn't want that? <laughs> I mean... 10 1. I'm saying. I'm walking nah, around like I own the place. <laughs> <laughs> I don't business. There's no a, one can tell me that. Like, I'm, I've run 10 1. Like, that. Can't walk around Lee Valley like that. Man, never run 9 9. They don't say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> they don't say nothing. Yeah, but it's me. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's me. It's not about anyone else. It's about you. And as far as I'm concerned, it, back in the day, medals were 1 in 10 1. So ain't no of course, of course. It can, it can happen anytime. Um, you kind of answered a question I wanted to ask you, mm-hmm. which was, what would you tell your past self? Yeah. Um, like, if you could go back in time now, and then you speak to yourself, that's just starting <coughs> out, what would you tell them? But you kind of answered it already by saying, like, you don't need all of this. Yeah. What's, what social media shows you, yeah. you don't need that to, to get to where you need to go. 100%. But is there anything else you would like to add to that? Um, yeah. I will add... Well, there are two things I would add. Firstly, it's all right to cry. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when I was growing up, because like just the way that things happened in my life, like, yeah. So my mom, God bless her. She lost her dad. Then she lost her brother or other way around. I can't remember which one happened. And then she lost my dad. Yeah. Like in the space of a very short, short time, maybe a couple of years. So when my dad died and she told us, it was me, my older sister, uh, my auntie and her in the room. Yeah. She told me, she told us and she's crying my auntie's crying my sister's crying i'm just looking like raw someone in this room needs to not be crying but i'm used to it being you mm. so if it needs to be someone and it needs to be me then boy i'll take it in it mm. so from there it was a very emotionally stilted journey for me where yeah. it's like raw men don't cry what you dumb let yeah. that, let, let that man cry in it and no one taught me otherwise in it so it was like whenever i had emotions i didn't deal with them properly mm. uh, i would bottle it up and then take it out on someone who didn't deserve for it to be taken out on there was a time. 
let me see where this is going. There was a time where it was before a competition mm. and um, I was with, I was in a relationship with someone who's an athlete mm-hmm. and we were at a hotel in separate rooms, obviously, like man's competing in serious mode, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't be sharing a, a room with your girl. <laughs> Competition. I mean, I mean, I, I mean I, I've done it in the past, and I definitely ran poorly. So you know, <laughs> we live and we learn, innit? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've had I've had talks on this subject many many a time about how that may or may not affect performance, but. I think we'll leave that off the podcast for today. <laughs> we can have that conversation Calm. later. When the man so. don't watch this, they'll know what I'm talking about. I know you're watching this and say, you're, you're dumb. You're going to get in trouble. I know. I know I am, but I can't help it. <clears throat> oh, God. Let me get some water, man. <laughs> Tight. Take away, man. Anyway, yeah. There was a time where we were at a competition and it was on the 10th. Woo! I'm good now. That, no. that is your mum at home. Listen, <laughs> I say, be very careful what you say right yeah, now. 100%. Um, it was on the, the competition happened to fall on the 10 year anniversary of my dad's death. Okay. And I was rattled. I, I didn't know how to process it. But mm. I didn't think about it. And then we were in the, my, my hotel room just talking. And we were just talking about something. I just started crying. Mm. And I looked at her through my teared eyes. Yeah. And she was like, she didn't know how to deal with it. Mm. I didn't know how to deal with it. I was just, we were just, I was just crying in her presence. Mm. And I was like, bro, that's like, after thinking about it, I was like, that's not fair on, on her mm. to put that on her emotionally, put that on anyone emotionally. Um, but I didn't know how to process my emotions at the time. So mm-hmm. I, was just, I was just there. Literally, I cried. I was like, yeah, you, I think you should go to your room now. And she was like, are you sure? I was like, yeah, I'll be all right, man. She's like, bro, you, I've never seen you cry before and now you're crying. I was like, yeah, but you know, I'll be all right in it. So, like, my journey from that point and from, obviously, uh, the, the actual event itself to now, like, I'll tell man, like, yo, I don't feel happy today. I'm not happy today. Mm. But it used to be a thing where man would be like, Ruben, you're right. Yeah, I'm cool, man. All the time. All yeah. the time. Oh, yeah, I can't complain. Man would be like, what do you mean can't complain? Tell me how you feel. Someone said to me one time, look, Ruben, we feel like we spend all this time with you. We know nothing about you. Mm. I was like, yeah, man, you know, it's just... Keep on the need to know it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, literally, like so very guarded, very extremely guarded to the point where like my boys demand them, mm. like people who like I could happily tell them anything that yeah. like, has happened in my life. They didn't know things and they were like, "Robert, why didn't you just tell us?" Mm. I'd be like, "Times are like, ah, oh, Ruben, man." I'll be like to them, "Ah, oh. yeah." In hindsight, I'll tell them like retrospectively, "Oh yeah, like." A year ago, I was on my face. I had no money. I was coming to training. I didn't know how to get to training. I was like bumping trains. I was doing this, I was doing that. I had to sell this and that to get this and do that. Mm. Like, not drugs or anything. I had to sell like headphones. <laughs> I, I went to CEX. CEX. Trading market. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, what? Wait, I, I can give you 50 pound for it. 50? Listen, I had, I had Beats Solo Freeze, yeah? Wireless thing. I said, cool. These are worth 220 pounds. Let me go to CX, see what they give me. Mom was like, boss man, I give you 40 pounds. I said, oh my <laughs> God, 40 pounds. I looked at him, I said, no, nah, I'm going to sell it somewhere else. I said, look, I promise you, you will not get a higher resale than this. I said, I promise you I will. He went somewhere else. I said, look, they just told me 40 pounds. What can you do for me? He's like, look, I'm not going to lie. 40 pounds is a bit generous. I would have given you 38. I said, wow, I'm going to go back and get my 40 pounds. <laughs> but for solo freeze, wireless. Fam, <laughs> I was livid, but I needed the money. They I told them, I, fam, I told them <laughs> and they were like, but Ruben, you could have just asked us for help, like if you needed it. And I was it's like, pride, though. it's pride, and it's like I yeah. didn't. Honestly, I didn't know that was an option. Mm. I didn't know you could do that. Like I didn't know you could actually tell people like, raw, I'm vulnerable and I'm in a bad place. Can you help me out?" Mm. I was so used to like not wanting to bother people with my issues 
that I just kept it to myself. But yeah, I definitely tell myself, you're, you're allowed to cry, you know? Because I swear, there's times where I was like 10, 11, 12, things were happening. I was like, bruv, I need to cry, but I had to hold it in. Um, like, right now, you talking to, I feel like I'm talking to myself. Fam. Like, like he said, guys, trust me, if you need to cry, it is okay. Ain't no one going to think any different of you. Fam. Trust me. It's, it's, it, that, is a, that is such a topic that I would love to cover oh, yeah. um, on something else. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just going to say, I'm going to ask this question because mm. um, been, I've been kind of thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you lost your dad yes. so young. Mm-hmm. And obviously, 10-year anniversary. You've had an anniversary each year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But why was the 10th one so significant? And has it bothered you? like throughout your childhood like growing up and obviously you're a young adult now mm. but in comparison to 10th year mm. to now do you still have the same kind of issues or is it different you know what yeah i be mad fake sometimes man like not now obviously like everything, everything i said to you i mean it and it's genuine mm. but like when i was growing up it wasn't even a thing that i thought about it was like well mum's here mm. we move Obviously, okay. sometimes you get sad. Oh, no, I wish I had a dad. Oh, no one to play catch with. One of them kind of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But, like, the 10th year, it was weird because it's like I built myself up into this place where it was just poetic justice. Like, I was like, okay, cool. It's been 10 years since mm-hmm. your dad's gone away. The Olympics is this year. It's 2016. Mm. The Olympics is this year. How lovely would it be as a tribute to him mm-hmm. to go out there and go to the Olympics as a 19-year-old or however old I was? Yeah. Um, and be like, bro, I did this for you, like for you. So when I was, I wasn't having the best of seasons anyway. Mm-hmm. And at that point I was even injured when I went to the championships I went to. And I was just like, it's just not coming together. But it's like, that, that at that point, it was like, I was doing him a disservice. Like, bro, you couldn't even do this for me. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, you couldn't even get it together for me for on the 10th year. Oh, bro, Ruben, what are you doing? So it was like, oh man, these times, no one's asked me to do this. No one's asked me to put this on myself. I just put it on myself. So I was like, yeah, it was it was very emotional, but now I have blips, I have moments where it's like, mm. so my PB, the person with ten eighteen, I ran that on my dad's anniversary two years sick. ago. Sick. So I was like, cool, whatever, let's go. Like that one, that's for you, that's for you, that's for mum, that's for my sister, my other sister, my brother, everyone. Like that's for the man them, that's ours. Like we mm. got that. Um, and then like the year after, I remember I was out with my girlfriend at the time, and we went to go watch uh, Creed two. Sick. Now, the Creed films in themselves are really good films. I love yeah. them. Mm. But like, I am a black person that has lost their dad who does sport, who really wants to do well. Mm. Adonis Creed is a black person <laughs> who has lost his dad that does sport, that wants mm. to do well. The first time I watched the first Creed, when he got knocked out and he had the flashback of his dad, cried instantly, boom, tears, wow. I said, raw. So I told the girl that I was with, like, mm. so when I watched the first one, I cried. She's like, I ain't seen the first one. I said, that's all right, it's a good film. You can still watch the second one and understand what's going on. Yeah, cool. There's a point in the second film where man is just, he's fighting, um, spoilers. Bolo. <laughs> Bolo, man. He's fighting Bolo, man, isn't it? Uh, Drago's son. And he's just waxing him like, bow, 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 bow. And it was such a like cathartic moment for me in the cinema, in front, just boom, bam, started crying. Mm. So I'm crying, but I'm not crying like super quietly. So I'm, you know when you grow <laughs> <laughs> And because the cinema's quiet, everyone can hear you. <laughs> I'll be doing the... So my girl's looking over me and she's like, what's going on? Oh, you're good, you're right. These times, I walked out of the cinema I'm now. Good. Fam, I walked out of the cinema and I was like, I don't want to talk about it. Absolutely fine. She was like, are you, 
you sure? I was like, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Like, just, just let me cry and then I'll move on. I'll be all right. I just mm. need to get this cry out. So we're sitting in Nando's and she's just looking at me, Perry Flamer in front of the thing. And she, I'm just there like literally. All right, <laughs> <laughs> right, man, I'm good, I'm good. Yo, so what? Flipping, yeah, wings, in it, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and it was the strangest thing. And like, I didn't even get to apologize to her about that. I don't think I apologize to her. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry for doing that. Um, that's a really awkward thing to, to put you in. Uh, I hope you forgive me for that. Um, but yeah, so like, I have blips, but now because I'm so, I'm not scared to be open about things. Yeah. So I'll tell people like, yo, this today isn't really a good day for me, man. Like, you know, it's the anniversary of my dad's, like, whatever. And I share it with people beyond even my inner circle. So yeah. this year I tweeted, um, the video of the race from two years ago. I said, look, today is my dad's anniversary. It's a very special day for me. This PB is really important to me. Um, this is the race, obviously. It meant a lot for me on the day, as you can see, because I ran the PB. I didn't know, I lost to OJ. I was kind of pissed I lost to him at, the, at that time, innit? Yeah. Obviously, I was happy for, I was happy for him. Mm. And I was like, Shit, I could have beat him, man. Yeah. Whatever. So he's run, the clock's up to 10.14. Mm -hmm. Everyone's like, oh, 10.14 is an amazing time. Woo! It gets rounded down to 10-12, which is the world champ standard. Yeah. So everyone in the bedford has gone mad. Oh my God, he ran the standard. <laughs> and it was nuts because I think um, Daryl just did the same thing. Like yeah. one standard at, at Bedford. So everyone's like, oh my God, the group is so sick. Man, they're my God. I'm like, All right, cool. so I'm clapping for them. I'm like, yo, yeah. like, well done, man. Because these are my friends. Like, these are yeah. people that I, I know, I grew up with. And then they got, the announcer goes, oh, and we just got Ruben Arthur's time in second, 10.18. And I dropped on the floor. I mm. said, bruv, I said, I knew something was going to happen today. I don't know what it was, but I knew something good was going to mm. come today. So I PB'd in the semi-finals around 10.20. And around 10.18 in the final, I just dropped on the floor. I just put my hand on my face and said, thank you, man. Said, thank you. I mean, at that point, like, obviously you've crossed the line of 10.12 to 10.18. Yeah. That's, that's not far. Big man, I was winning. I don't care what anyone says. I was winning most of the race. <laughs> you know what this Two people, yeah. They come through this last five meter thing. I zoom, zoom. I said, just, bro, he outstrated you. Yeah. So credit to him in it. Like obviously, shout out him. He's, he's sick at what he does. But like yeah, MJ. like you, you, you must have known or had an inkling that you'd run very fast. Yeah. Being that close, you see the time flash up on the screen. Yeah. You're like, hmm. Ten fourteen. Mm. I'm this close. Mm. PB. One of those ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And. 10.18 and no slouch time. No, not at all, not at all. Like, <laughs> you're there. Yeah, yeah, You're basically there. I mean, what's the, what's the, you, the power of 10? 10, 10.10 10 now. Yeah, so it's uh, not too far. It's still not there. too far at all. Yeah, it's still there. Minus, so, minus eight, minus eight, we're good. Yeah, yeah we're good, we're good. We're good. All right, long-term goals. We've got 2019, we're, we're in that season. Yeah. Um, I mean, next year. Ne next year, yep. Tokyo. Of course. Um, And then we got, Mother of other championships. Bear things, bear coming things. Up. This is probably the best like four year run I've seen in a long time. What what are you looking at? Because obviously it's make like make the team is the big one. Yeah. But any like small personal track goals? I think my personal goals are my long term goals, so it's mm -hmm. kind of like it all coincides. Yeah. Um I would I'm gonna run sub ten. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna make an Olympic team and I'll get another international medal. I don't know where that's gonna come from. Mm -hmm. I don't really mind. It's cool. Um, my whole vibe initially was like, rah, I wanna get, I wanna be able to have something mm -hmm. that I can give to my kids. Yeah. I don't know how many kids I wanna have, innit? So obviously I can't give one of them a Commonwealth medal and then another one gets nothing. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I gotta make sure <laughs> that I accommodate the amount of kids that I'm, I'm planning to have, just so that they can be like, rah, 
my dad did this. Mm-hmm. My dad did this for the country. He did this for you know himself and whatever. Um, but yeah, and I don't think anyone from I'm from like well, I'm from Dawson. Mm. Uh, I live on the border of Hackney and Islington. Okay, I'm cool. not sure if anyone from either of those boroughs who's actually from those boroughs has run sub ten. Mm. That's something mad to bring back to the end. Yeah, because it's like this boy grew up in our conditions. Um, you know the environment that we have around us. You know mm. Hackney especially is not. The, the nicest of areas yeah to to um to live in and to grow up in as a child but he made it out and did this fairy tale yeah very much fairy tale for a little young black boy yeah and like that's what it is i don't want to make it about race but we have a lot of good people in the communities around us who are whites yeah that is almost a given sometimes like oh yeah of course you know like my local mp is jeremy corbyn you know what i mean like <laughs> Man is man is out here, toppest yeah. of top in his in his field, but we don't always have very many positive black role models. So yeah. if I can be that, not only for obviously um, the people in my area, people from my country, people from this whatever, but just for whoever needs it. Yeah, just for whoever needs it. I just want to be able to be like, ah, oh, cool. He didn't have any mad advantages in life. He had some setbacks, mm-hmm. but he was able to do this. I'll be so happy with that. It's not even about like being Olympic champion or this or that. Like, I want to say something that's maybe a little bit controversial, but like everyone goes into this sport and says, I want to be Olympic champion. Mm-hmm. But everyone at some point comes out of this sport and not everyone's Olympic champion. Mm. So yeah. who who is it that we should really look at? The person that aims for the stars and falls in the clouds or the person that aims for the clouds and gets it? Like, I'm just okay being here. I just want to be here. And if I say I want to be here and I get here, hey, you can't tell me I should have gone there. This is what yeah, I wanted to be. Yeah. This is yeah. what I wanted to be. Um, and granted, if you want to be Olympic champion, of course, work hard, eat your greens, you know? It's like the last, the last eight years. Imagine those athletes that were lining up with both. This is what I'm saying. This is Imagine what I'm saying. being any of those athletes. Yeah. You know, it's tough. It's one of those things where <laughs> you it's like, hey. think about it, like, oh, done everything you can. And man's just been out here annoying him <laughs> for eight years. Can't get rid of him. So, <laughs> I mean, I've enjoyed this interview. Like, yeah, so right. this I is, told you we're gonna have fun. This is this is great. I can't wait for part two. <laughs> <laughs> part two might have to be off off screen. I'm not gonna lie. Come. Um, some quick fire questions. Yep. Go. Marvel or DC? Marvel. Really? Happy days. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> All right. I'm I'm, I'm gonna take that. Mm. But. Flash should just move over to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, Flash, <laughs> if, if we could take Flash, I'm, I'm there's, all good. There's some DC people that I rate in. I just like, there's some I just don't. Who? That I rate in DC? Yeah. Um, Batman. Uh, yeah. Marsh and Manhunter. Okay, I'll take that. Um, obviously Flash. Yeah. Um, Bear Dons and Young... Do- uh, Blue Beetle. Alright, I'll give you... I'll take that. Um, Shazam. Not the not the, the not the new thing. <laughs> no, no, no. Shazam, new, Shazam. No, the new thing. Oh, Shazam, oh, like Shazam. oh, animated Shazam. I'm cool with that one. Okay. Black Adam and them man. Cool. Um, who else am I writing in DC? Uh, Nightwing. Joker. Yeah, but obviously, oh, one of the best villains of all time. Joker, Bane, yeah, all, Joker. Of, all the Batman villains. Mm. Oh, not all of them. I'm not feeling like Mister Freeze and them. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Alright. Um, chicken or right? Chicken or lamb? Chicken. Okay. I can see how people could go lambda. Fish or steak? Fish. Nike, Adidas. Nike. New Balance or Under Armour? 
New Balance. R&B, hip-hop. Ooh, depends where you catch me. All right, let's say 90s, early 2000s, R&B, or post-2010, R&B. Uh, 90s R&B. 90s R&B. Yeah. All right, 2000s hip-hop versus hip-hop now. <sighs> this is hard, man. <laughs> uh, 2000s hip hop. I think 2000s hip hop. Okay. Just off the, strength, off the strength That's of like Jay, Nas, the man. My favorite. Grime, trap, drill. In order? Mm hmm. <sighs> now, today. Right, if it's today, drill, grime, trap. Mm -hmm. If it's like five years ago, mm -hmm. grime, drill, trap. I don't really like trap music. Okay, but fair enough. I'm really feeling drill right now, and I'm oh, yeah. Graham back in the day. Oh, Graham artist, favorite UK and wherever else you want to pick from. Well, Graham, no, yeah. it's just UK, isn't it? Um, nah, I mean, you got a few some like, Spanish you, ones. Oh, Spanish ones going. I'll tell you what, and this is not even in that category. French Bashman, listen, is French anything, <laughs> French anything. Oh my god, them are hot. French rap, French RB, French. Ba Ooh, I played out in, in Paris. Mm. Um, in February, mm. and it's the first like I knew French Bashment existed, yeah, but it was the first time I experienced it away. in a French country. A when I tell you, I spoke to the DJ. I was like, "Fam, I don't the like the language barrier here is hard. All the songs, all of them. <laughs> this folder, my hard drive, all I of it, that. all of it. I need it. But um, what favorite grime artist? Mm. Well, go Jamie, man. Jamie, mm -hmm. 96 bars of revenge made my whole yeah. my whole <laughs> secondary school experience. Loved it. That whole boy better know album. Anyone oh, that whole boy better album. Mate, I'm taking that. Beautiful, beautiful. And man. last things that stand out to you the most, things that mean the most to you. My family, first off, uh, off the rip. Mm -hmm. um, good lyricism mm -hmm. means a lot to me. Um, people are funny. Mm -hmm. Nice people. Mm. I feel like we don't give nice people enough credit. Like people who are genuinely pleasant to be around and um, you know, just just good people. Uh, people that like to be different as well. I like people that like to be different. Not by force, like you can, we can tell if you're forcing it. If you yeah. just be yourself and you happen to be different, it's beautiful. Uh, girls. <laughs> I mean. I, well, I really appreciate women, like all of you lot are queens. All of you. I appreciate women. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> women on, as a whole. I mean, I, yeah, I appreciate the man them too, but you know, it's a different kind of appreciation. <laughs> I don't know. I don't feel like anyone's <laughs> being segregated. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> man them. I'm very aware. It's 2019, isn't it? Man is. <laughs> of course. Ladies is. Mm. Right. I am DJ Armani, Ruben Arthur. Victor. Listen, this has been amazing. Um, thank you for coming down. Inspired Through Sports, thank you for making this happen. We are Flex Productions and we are out. It was quite tough, to be honest. I mean, but that's what is expected. I mean, they got the best youths in the, in the world even competing at one competition. So yeah, it was, it was tough. But